So who's judging you? Hello, welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. This week brought to you by Casper, Nature Box, and Trunk Club. Check out, we'll talk more about our fine sponsors later. Right now, in the meantime, though, steaks! We are making steaks. We are making steaks. So, probably didn't check audio levels for that yell, and I apologize. So, we're about 15 minutes from yours being ready? Uh, yeah, I'd say 10. So as long as I have like five, seven minutes notice, I'm good. And I can pull mine out and go. I'll tell you right now, it'll be, it'll be about 10 or 11. 10 or 11 who, who made all, all of these graphics and everything? Was it Marcus? This is pulled together nicely at last minute. I didn't know you, you guys had any of this stuff prepped. I'm, I'm totally Here's shocked. Here's what's great about this. Well, we only had three it, and a half months. It's four so. pieces of paper, but they're stitched together perfectly. See that? Perfect. It's perfect. I'm so excited. Where's, where's Bubs? Hey, Bubs. We're the best jobs ever. Podcast started. You weren't even here. Nobody told you to go to the couch. Do we have an angle of Barbara alone on the couch? Hey, uh, I thought phenomenal. the camera was going to cut to me being like... Did <laughs> we ever find the uh, scissors? Because I need scissors to get my steaks out of my... Can someone get... Okay, they're on it. Everything I'm going to say is going to sound like it's a bad steak. Like, I need to cut my steak out of its bag. <laughs> so everything's It's like, it's like the future. The yeah. It's like astronaut food. Yeah. So if you missed the pre-show, this is Bernie Burns, by the way. I'm Gus. Gavin. Barbara. And Gus. And if you missed the pre-show, this is how I'm cooking my steaks with Barbara's butt flame from a million dollars butt. So this is a sous vide cooker. This thing right here keeps this water bath at a very consistent temperature of, in this case, 125 degrees, because I'm trying to make a rare steak. You guys like rare, right? Rare is my favorite type of steak. And so like the water bath is such that like you can even put your hand in it and it, it's not gonna burn you or anything. If you keep it in there, it will eventually, because it is cooking Can I meat. test your temperature? Yeah, do it. That's like a nice bar. Like I was getting that. See, exactly. Would I cook? Would I turn medium rare? You would. You would. That would. Oh, that, that would yes. cook you. So the water smells. Thank you. Smells right. So we will. Uh, Taste it. But the the steaks are not actually touching the water. They're just in that temperature for like an hour, an hour so and fifteen minutes. Theoretically, could you put that device like in a bathtub and just have your yes. bathtub water constantly? It, it gives you instructions to not do that. Uh, like it says it in the thing. Warning: <laughs> Do not use this to heat. So you can't do it. Well, you could, but it says don't, you know. Why does it say not to? If the warning says not to do it, I want to do it now. Yeah, totally do it. If you put a cow in a bathtub at that temperature, would it be steak? Yes. There'd be like a walking steak. Mm -hmm. Be delicious. No, it wouldn't be walking anymore. It would just be steak. It'd be a rare cow. Pretty much boiling it almost. How would it die though? It kind, it kind of, it's almost like boiling it, but not quite. (laughs) I mean, this is half. This is half the temperature. A little bit more than half the temperature of boiling. Oh yeah. It's not even close. It's like 100 degrees. Thought off, it was almost. Celsius for a second. I was like, no, that's no. hot. <laughs> you think you're dipping your water, your hand in boiling water? <laughs> How confident do you? I mean, all you would say is that's hot. <laughs> that's you feel hot. good about this? Feel good about this contest? I feel okay. I, listen, if I want to, Gus has done a lot of prep time with his marinade. His steaks look better. He's got these big thick we'll see, steaks. I, I, like I said earlier, I am worried about this grill. I've never cooked on this grill before. I will say though, of both the contestants, Gus looks the most confident, and the sort of the most chill. And you're, I don't know. I think Bernie's just, just more excited. You, know, like, you don't know where your scissors are a lot of the time. and Kind of running around. I had to move my whole setup from the inside. <laughs> That's true. I just wanted it for presentation's sake. I wanted to have it. We'll, we'll appreciate it. We've got about eight minutes until I'm done over here. You can show off your tongs again. Gus is more a classic cooking steak, I assume. Yeah. Cool. You're using the grill. Oh, you're not going to show them? Oh, no. So these are my fancy tongs that Gavin loves. If you hold them up, they stay closed. But if you put them down, fancy. That is the future. Gus, what do you why, have? Why did it take so long? I, I, what did you bring? I've got some cheap tongs. <laughs> that have the old style. <laughs> this is the past. All right, how close you get, uh, Gus? About eight minutes. All right, I'm Seven. going in. Yeah. Oh. All right, this no, is they where... they do the same thing. They do the same thing. I'm going to have to... Oh, yeah. 
Did they all do that? I never thought. I never. <laughs> <laughs> I never did that. Are they your personal ones? Uh, no, I bought them uh, all the way in. All the way in. Uh, 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 uh. So they're your personal ones. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do we get these? Some rosemary. Yeah, a little yeah. bit of rosemary. If you're cooking, if you're participating. Gavin, you're gonna love this. <laughs> I feel like I am. All right, now this is the part. Quite frankly, uh, do you guys want to give me another plate besides the presentation plate? It's perfectly fine yeah. to put it on there. Yeah, but I, I know that nobody's gonna want to want that meat. <laughs> what? Because these things, while they are perfectly cooked, they don't look cooked. What? To, what are you getting the butter for? I'm just gonna eat it. No, that's. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna sear. I'm gonna sear it there. So basically, you cook this for like an hour, hour and fifteen minutes. It just sits here. This is the only prep you basically have to do is throw some kosher salt on it, some black pepper. I put garlic powder a little bit on it, seal it in these vacuum seal bags, or you could just put it in Ziploc bags too, and like lower it in to where, but you have to do it in a certain way so the air pushes out, they tell you how to do it. I just got the, the, the food sealer, so it's like perfect. It's like laminated steak. It's like laminated steak. Do you think you can make one of these at home? Well, what? Whatever this contraption is. Do you make think? it yourself? Yeah. yeah, no, you could just put it like, on a flame and keep a water bath and do it. You don't need this device. Take, it's just way harder. Take all the guts out of a toaster and just have the raw metal in the water. Put That's exactly how you do it. Never, never take a toaster and put it in water, ever. Make That's sure the worst they, they tell you not to do it. It's the worst but that means device. you should do it. Is this the first time we've ever had daylight on the podcast? We've done outdoor before, haven't we? Yeah, we did uh, the one from the Atlanta motor the, thing. The track, yeah. Oh, fair play. Yeah. But that was pre-recorded. No, no, we were live. live. That was podcast two. All right. No. No. Oh, it was, like one, it was one of the uh, hundreds. I think it was more splash. Or was Two, it like our anniversary? 50? I think well, it was our anniversary. It was our anniversary, yeah. It was I remember it was in April. That's what it was. I knew it was some ago. kind of special thing. Where, where are you going with that? It's blowing away. All right, I don't want you to blow it away. There you go. All right, so put that up there. Oh, that's good. That does not look that good. Does not look what good. the hell is wrong with you? Yeah, I just, because I know what it's going to be called, Gustavo. You said it looked good. It looks like elephant meat. It's like you're calling the ugly duckly pretty. Here, I had my steak I had a stroke. Pretty! Yeah. Ugly ducking, you're so pretty. <laughs> I'm just so excited about steaks. I'm gonna go take the fucker. Hey, Gavin, did you wake up this morning thinking steak? It's a steak podcast. Yeah, I even had. So I had a. Oh, get back. <laughs> I had a hot bowl of cereal. So these are just so about pretty close, about yeah. five minutes away. Look or so. at that, Gus. Oh, yeah. that looks good. It looks like they're. Super well done, but it's a lot of the soy sauce in the marinade. Gives it that uh, a darker color. <laughs> I don't think you cook steaks that thick well mm -hmm. done. I honestly don't. No. I drilled a little bit, just a little bit. Oh, right. So ideally, like ideally, I'm about five little, minutes away. Uh, What's that? You're about five minutes away? About five. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. You might, you I might, have you might. My and it's fine. So, it might, mine should sit for a little while anyway, just to be safe. Yeah, sure. You don't really have to rest with sous vide either, that's a nice thing. Bernie's steak is more of a public steak, and Gus's is a private steak. Yeah. What does that mean? Uh, his is under it's closed like doors. hidden, and yours is just out there. Mine's out in the open, I got no secrets. Yeah. Gus waits for the camera mine's to be an on Bernie, steak and then too. Gus hops under here, he's like, what? I didn't do anything. Do you think, like, you know, always at the Texas State Fair, they're always making gross foods. Do you think that, <laughs> they, that they've made butter, deep fried butter yet? Yes. Oh yeah, they've had deep fried butter. They have deep fried butter. It's a thing yeah, that exists. Deep fried butter. Sorry, I'm so, I'm drooling so much because I'm so hungry for steak. Golf cart just whizzed by. Gas powered golf cart. Serious. Yeah, There's I only respect had a, for our audio on our podcast. The, gas, the golf cart is gas powered. I had one meal today in preparation for tonight. Yeah, I had a little snack. I've just been conditioning my body for tonight. My problem here is that I don't feel like. I gotta kneel I, I down to do my thing. I want this in my office. <laughs> no, put it in the store. We should sell it. 
Ooh, wow. Oh, yeah. Whoa! Oh, Burns, careful. Whoa! Not good. That's awesome. No, don't be careful. Does he get a... a oh, is, is that fire too close to the propane tank? No, it's fine. It's fine. Oh, my it's God. A, it's a little tilted, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tragic podcasting accident. No, we're good, guys. We're good. We're good. We're good. It was... You can move... <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of safety... Burn! It's on fire! Oh, you guys are fine. Don't worry. It'll burn, it'll burn off in two seconds. That was a hot pan. I, unfortunately, I don't have my gun to where I can see the uh, the temperature of it. All right, let me get some timers going here. You put your hand in fire. Oh, it's fine. He's just shoving his... All right, this needs to go. Can I hand this off to you? That tank is like downwind and real close. It's, it's fine. fine. The fire's died it's down a bit. I think it's, it's better now. I'm more concerned about that hose. Hey, Siri, set a timer for it's gonna five minutes. <laughs> yeah, it'll be like a flamethrower. Five minutes left. We do have safety in mind here. Yeah, that doesn't you know, work on explosions. I was, gonna, I, was, I was gonna say, it would be fucked up if it was just a prop. Like it wasn't even a real fire extinguisher. It was just like, oh yeah, we just have a fire extinguisher prop. Oh my god. Or if it shot more gas, like just gasoline out. Can I move the propane while it's on? I don't know. I'm scared. I'm gonna move it. That is a hot oh, pan, dude. That's oh, awesome. Uh, Good, super high heat. Gavin, you're fine. You're fine. Don't worry about it. Thank you, Gavin. I feel better now. Safety first, kids. Everybody took off running. Oh, turn this thing off. Listen, gas is no joke. I mean... <laughs> Very good, Barbara. You seem so pleased with yourself. Can you go and look at something over here for me? I can't easily push you off the set. Fun. All right. Out. Put a little bit of rosemary. Gavin, you want to help me a little bit? Yeah, man. I want to help wipe me up plank all that. that. All I want you to do is water. You want to hold the plate? What is water? It's like earth juice. Uh, no, earth put a little sprig of rosemary on there for a little presentation purposes. Nothing like a sprig. Outside right. help. No, stop. Gus, do you need my help? No. <laughs> that was really get away. Scary. Get away. Gus. It's a good one. Hey, Barbara. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Got a little crispy right there. Yeah, that's a hot pan. We'll get around, we'll get around that. Presentation. Cut around that. America. We need guns. Pew, pew, pew. Let's shoot the steak until it's cooked. That's like the new, the new method for cooking. The friction through the meat. It causes heat. And the bullet's hot. Yeah. I've got some gross cooking related stories to talk about on the podcast yeah. after nice. we're after okay. we're done with our steak challenge oh uh, uh, are you gonna are you gonna open this uh oh, you got some time left? about 30 seconds all or right so. you want to be around here for the grand reveal look at the juice look at that meat juice oh look juice. Meat, meat dude i like meat, juice meat. i like things that are moist i like things that bubble you see that uh Someone made a clip of every time David Schwimmer says the juice in that People vs. O.J. Simpson TV show. No. Really funny. Are you hiding? I'm hiding behind you. Why? Trig. There oh, we go. Man. Lovely. You can even take a little bit of that butter. Oh, look at this. Oh. I'm kill this. Barbara, I think... Are you, are you getting wet right now? A little bit. In all the orbs. <laughs> mm. 
vagina. I think uh, we understood glass, so good. what the, uh... You know what's the wettest of it all? My appetite. That, that's the part you want to serve, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah, that's the best part. That's yeah, the, that's I, the, I, I, don't have, I don't have that on my steak. Yeah, that's the money part. I was looking for it's a right cut here. that's got that. This is the good stuff. And I just stuff. didn't have it. I love the difference in visual between both steaks, i got to say. Oh, it's an extra element. That of. looks like TV steak. And that almost looks like looks a cartoon like steak. <laughs> All right, you guys ready to go in? Yeah. Let's go and do a, a podcast. Da, 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 da. Oh, wrong, wrong show. <laughs> that, that's off, right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh-oh. So, are we still using these plates? Should I play them? Why, why do we have it labeled as our names? Where's their plates? Are we using uh, plastic utensils? Because I think... We know, okay. I mean, we know which one's which. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh. oh. Interesting. Okay. Now something. This is a real knife. It's a steak knife. knife. Oh, thank you. Something that I want you guys to note. Yeah. About a sous vide steak that's different than a traditional steak is that see that there's no like cooked gray it's red. Cooked. It's just all it's all rare. Look, it's an even heat all the way through. It's all the way through. It's rare. That so, like, even if you, like, super sear the outside, it still works out just fine for the meat. That looks pretty damn good. For pretty good. Oh, I come around. Mm -hmm. Forgot my laptop and all the steak excitement. Mm -hmm. Is anybody else's mouth legitimately yeah. watering? Uh, my tummy's rumbling. Yeah, me too. Uh, oh. I can only imagine being at home and not being able to smell it. Okay, now here's what I would recommend that you have, Barb. Do you want to try this? You, obviously, we can't try it very much, so I'll give you guys each a piece. Hey again, want to take that? Okay. So, ladies first. I would recommend eating that piece or that piece first, but it's totally I don't know up what to you. you pointed to. Should we wait the for middle the goose one or to come back? Right Oops. The middle oh, one. We should wait for the goose. The middle one? Yeah, should I wait for Gus's to be here too? Sure, Fulcher. Gus, get over here, dude. Come on. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, so if you like, cut a bunch of slices and Gavin and I could both taste test. You bet. Mm -hmm. I, I, I only remember the steak part of the podcast. I forgot about the podcast part of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we were very distracted. Gus, you want to chop some pieces up after Bernie's? I'm dying to try Gus's, man. It's weird to see the podcast from this angle. <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah. What's the angle? It's just walking it's around. Roving camera. Yeah. Oh, it's, we're still roving? Yeah. yeah. We can cut in. There right, we now, go. Now we're wide. Back in the tradition. Thanks, roving camera. I bet everyone's going a little Well, don't you crazy. want the close-ups on all the steak and stuff? Nah. <laughs> they got, they got they're, they're handy. They're still see, but look at that. See how it's red the whole way through? That is yeah. amazing. All right, so we're going to taste uh, Bernie's first? I guess so. I'm going to have some mine, too. Let me see. I haven't tried mine. All right, here we go. I would recommend that piece. Cheers. Can I borrow that knife, Bernie? Wait, yeah, man, it's all yours. Okay. Mmm. Bat, Gab, try this end piece, and Barb, mm -hmm. try the middle one there. So it's very traditional steak. Oh. <laughs> this is great audio. <laughs> I'm so sorry for the audio listeners. No, 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 no. Oh. I nope. have a little bit of an accident here. Man, that's good. That's good steak. You want to split this one? You, you can have it. the rest of it. I don't we'll want to. I want to wait to try Gus's now. <laughs> oh, man down. Man down. Gus, you want to try a piece? Yeah, please. But we'll here hold up. It's for you. That'll be ours. Thank you. That's mm. my fork. What do you think? That's really good. Try. That's actually my fork for you. Oh, <laughs> no. my fork now. Uh, Gus's looks. Is like... Is this a Gus recommended piece, Gus? That is a. Those are all Gus recommended is pieces. Yeah, there's a little bit of fat right there at the end. So just be careful of that. Gus's is like super, super thick. I want with less fat. Hmm. 
Smells oh. good, man. Oh, yeah, the pizza fell on the table. Oh my god. So it's um kind of a play on like a Korean marinade. It's got like soy sauce, some sugar, like a... <clears throat> rice wine. Wine in it, yeah, right? <laughs> uh, dark sesame oil, um, garlic, scallions, and sesame seed. And mine doesn't have, mine doesn't have, it's just like just salt, pepper, and a little tiny bit of garlic powder. They're both so good. Oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit. I need uh, I'm gonna eat napkins. Now, now you guys have the tough part. Gus and I did all the work. Mm -hmm. Now someone's gotta judge. Now you guys, I'm not cutting the rest of your food. You guys fucking cut your own damn food off. That's <laughs> uh, points you're missing out on. Hey, this. is uh, crew, you guys want any? I made steaks for you guys last week, and uh, you I'm guys should try some of both. Of you guys worried me because you didn't finish the steaks. It was like, I guess you guys ate dinner beforehand. So, I <laughs> home. Oh, was plenty of steak to go around. So, I mean, thank you. Yeah. Cut some off and go. Hey, what'd you get the Corona? Yeah, for the beer. Oh, I do. pass me some of that. Oh my God, can I have the thing? Oh. What do you want? You want a shiner? Yeah, please. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, so listen, so listen, we're not doing a podcast. So, all right, so we have oh, cooked yeah. two steaks. <laughs> I cooked I'm not a mouthful of blood. <laughs> I cooked a very traditional steak. Uh, I think I got about an inch thick. Gus's steak is a marinated steak in some kind of Korean marinade, right? Yeah, it's, it's a Korean gorgeous inspired. steak. It's like two inches thick at least. Mm. It's a solid piece of meat. This one was That's right. I got about two inches of meat for it's you, It's probably about like an inch and a half at the fattest point. So we have to judge these, don't we? <laughs> Translation is, what's our first category? Thank you, Gus. That's I want to say, uh, <laughs> Patrick okay, can so confirm. Th there, were, there were five, five categories, categories that were determined for grading. What do you mean five categories? I don't know. Steak. Just, do you I, like I, the steak? I not? asked not to know. There was flavor... Let me know if I'm wrong on any of these, Patrick. Flavor, juiciness. The juice. What is the part of the ribeye, Gus, that is that like super marbled outer piece? I don't know. That's the, that's because you have that on your steak. Your steak's like half that. I'm I ready to present my results. That, that part's so good. Uh -oh. <laughs> Gavin votes for steak. There right, was presentation. Hey, guys, do you want to grab, grab this? Seriously? Yeah, guys, come I mean, here. It's, uh, it's just going to go I, I, want, I want more, though. It's okay. Right. Well, come in front of the camera. It's fine. Presentation. Uh, come on, come on here. Can we get a keep plate? <laughs> here, use this as a keep plate. And look, Barb, look at that piece of your plate as you rest it. It like reddens up. I know. Gavin, you want a lady in the tramp? This one you said. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There. So Barb has a massive piece of meat hanging out of her mouth, trying to entice Gavin. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Meanwhile, Gavin has a cheek it's full like of It's like a meat. normal shagger day. Oh my god, it looks like your tongue. Ugh. <laughs> I feel like I'm like eating your tongue. Should I go for it? Go for it. You got it. We'd like to thank Tumblr for sponsoring the podcast. <laughs> Dreams do come true on the Rushi podcast. <laughs> oh, good. You did it. I think I got more of it. All right, so. You definitely got more of it. Flavor. You feel you guys feel free to do a podcast while we're doing this. Too. All right, Juicy so Gus, I think I want to give you kudos on your presentation. I like the size of that steak that you made. I do think your grill lines could be a little bit better. Oh uh, yeah, I'm not a big fan of. Uh, grill but you're cooking, lines. you're cooking on the grill. Yeah. So all you do is lay it down at a 45 degree angle. No, but do it. Oh, there you go. I just don't do it. I feel like it's 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 unnecessary worry. Like I only want to worry about cooking the steak properly. I don't want to worry about. Having my lines and how my lines look. See, and I'm one of those people where I feel like it's meat, so if you leave it too rare, that's fine, you know? Mm. But literally, like, as you have, if you have a sous vide cooker, you can say, okay, the last steak I cooked was just a touch too well done or a touch too cooked. 
So you can back it off like two degrees if you want to until you get oh, to the yeah. point where it's like you know exactly how you want your steak. Mm-hmm. I actually think this is an easy um, way to make steak, sous vide, even though on the surface it seems complicated. Yeah. You only have to pay attention, though, for like four minutes total. I do like that. My pan was too hot, though, because I didn't. I was on an outdoor camping burner, and we like had that thing cooking for like, I think, 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, I so got it hot. Was hot. It was hot. It was hot. And normally, I'm, I, I think I said this on the pre-stream, I'm more of a fan of the traditional kind of steak as well. Uh-huh. Just I want to do something a little different here. Like, I, I eat my steaks very plain. It's like meat, a little bit of salt, a little bit of pepper. Meat plus plate. Yeah. So Franklin's is a place that's in Austin. It's a barbecue place. And it's consistently voted number one barbecue in Austin. And all they put on their uh, meat is um, just coarse back black pepper. And do they even put – I guess they put salt too. But that's all they do. Salt. Yeah. And then smoke. Liberal applications of uh, smoke. So. Well, barbecue, a lot of it is the, the type of wood that you use and the composition of the wood and – because uh, you can get different smoke flavors that way. I'm having the worst fucking fight He's, of my life. Yeah, with this, you are just like struggling over there. <laughs> Got it, finally. What is going on? Is it, okay, good, it's fixed. Uh, I've know. seen Gavin, but he's been writing for like five, ten <laughs> minutes, trying. and he's written nothing. <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's like, like the, the layout right. It's what? like the fucking final Jeopardy. One of the categories is congeniality. Oh. I don't know, but I don't know how to use that for stakes. Isn't that just like runner-up? Isn't that what that means? Miss congeniality? Is that like in the beauty contest, it's Miss... Nice personality, right? Gus could never win that. No, I, 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 I concede that category immediately. There's no way I'm winning that. So um, I like saw Miss Outer Mongolia. While they finish their grading, which is taking way, way too long. We're, no we're, idea what the we're fuck making sure doing. it's accurate. Do you want accurate results? Um, I read a story last week. I want to talk about it on last week's podcast. But we never got around to it. There's this guy in, I think he's from the UK, who wanted to discover, he wanted to figure out He wanted to what, discover human flesh tastes like when cooked okay but in the uk apparently it's illegal to eat human flesh even if it's your own so good he could not cut off a piece of his own flesh good. and um uh, and taste it so some things you don't do what he did instead was he, he had some of the muscle in, he had some leg muscle extracted like little bits cut out from the inside and then they cooked it and they had like some machine that analyzes smell so he took it to this lab and they analyzed the smell of these cooked pieces, pieces of his leg and then recreated what they think it would have tasted like using other meats that they can't serve. What a serve. dipshit. Just eat your leg. Who's, who's policing that? <laughs> <laughs> also, Who is like... Eat the, your leg. the other thing is, how much of your leg do you really want to cut off? This way he was able to just... None! Extract a little, zero, exactly, extract zero a little leg. bit of leg and then figure out, come get the steaks. I see everyone's yeah, yeah, waiting off here with plates. Come, come on. get steaks. Get, get in here, Patrick. You got it, Patrick. Get in there and get some steak. I'm ready. Oh, I see how it is. So cool. Gus's steak is doing that thing that thick steaks do, like when you let them rest for a while, and it's like getting that super deep red, too. Mm-hmm. Mine's gone, so I can't see it, but yeah. I think your steak would have actually done better if you let it rest for another like three or four minutes. Too. Yeah, I could have probably used a little more rest time, but... So you don't I, really I always, have to was, rest as much. I always get so excited, I just want to eat it right away. There's also a method you could do that I... Right before I switched to sous vide, there was a method that I adopted, uh, which is called a reverse sear, where... Normally, you sear it on a, pa- on a pan and then cook it in the oven. This one, you do it backwards. Or, I don't, well, normally, been a, you... It's been a while since it does, so you sear it first, and then you cook it. Okay, yeah. So that's, it's like a reverse sear. That's weird. It was, it was a great method, though. It was great. because like it like, locks in all the juice? And you don't need to sear? make it rest. You don't need to have it rest. Yeah. Speaking of being locked in, you, the results are, are, the reverse the results are final. The <clears> other <throat> way. Should we just flip? Or how are we reading them out? I don't know. Should we go uh, category by category? Yeah. Just, all right. All right. Flavor. What's the, what's the first category? Flavor. 
Uh, I gave both of you a five out of five. God, I'll take uh, it. Flavor, I gave both of you a five. They wow. were delicious. Yes. yes. Good representation by both, by both contestants. High yeah. five, guys. Good yeah, job. Yeah, yeah. Both delicious. Juiciness. Or what did you put? M- moistosity. Uh, moistosity. That was a category? Okay. Uh, I gave Bernie a five, and I gave Gus a four. Ooh. Interesting. I thought I it gave... was a little too juicy. Oh, well, I see. Oh, I went... See, I, that's... Okay. Yeah, that's I thought that was the ceiling, and it was like, I'm okay with juiciness. I gave Gus a five, I gave Bernie a four. Oh, so interesting. It's a super <laughs> juicy steak. <laughs> I will say, I will say, There's I no agree, I tend to like a juicier steak myself, and that can also the, be the cut of the steak. There was one moment where I took a bite of Gus's, and blood, like, or juice just, like, shot down my throat, and I couldn't get enough of it. There was one I watched you cut, where it's like, my steak spent an hour and ten minutes in a water bath, and yet you cut Gus's steak, and it looked sopping wet. It was just like, <laughs> it was super wet. It was actually impressive how moist it was. All right, next All right, category. Next. Presentation. Presentation. I gave both of you a four. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. I, I thought gave, it wasn't terrible, but you could have I gave it. Gus a three mm. and Bernie a four. Really? And that's just because of... Uh, I, don't, I don't like presentation. I'm not big on that. I so wonder if your, yeah. your steaks looked like those but yeah, but I don't like Flintstones. Plated, honestly, I like to sort of lines. like just meat slopped on a plate. I like it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I have to give it a three because there was, you know, there's no, you know. No pizzazz? You, you know what you did. Yeah, I got you. Next category, searing. Gavin, do you want to uh, say first? Um, I, it, here, I gave both of you a five okay. on searing. I, I wrote who, and then I wrote cares across <laughs> both lines, because I don't care. So that's zero for both. Zero. Zero. Well, who's who's second? Because cares has more letters in it. Yeah. <laughs> you are. I'm second? Yeah. All right, good. Uh, congeniality is the last category, which I'm not really sure how to apply that to stakes. But uh, Gus was a little ruder in his... Uh, Presentation and cooking skills. So I gave him a four, and Bernie, I gave you a five. What? Wow! Look at that. And I gave Gus a five, and Bernie a four. These, these are my final results. Oh! I think you win then by one point. No, no, no. You you won Gavin's, and I won Barbara's. Yeah, but you win. I only won by one point here. You won by two points over there. So you're I would met- think Gus that you could protest based. Man, she didn't. The juiciness wasn't. It wouldn't have caught you up. Yeah, but uh, there's a there's a one point net difference there. You so win. I win. You win. I will take the Bernie clap. Burns wins the. Yes. Inaugural yes. Roost Teeth Podcast Steak Off. Is that it? Yeah. Roost Teeth Podcast Steak Steak They were both delicious. Though. Steak Face. Flavor's the only thing that matters, and steak both face. of you got fives in our books. For those of you listening to the audio podcast, I was making a Steak Face. Steak Face. We, for those of you listening to the audio podcast, we apologize for the constant chewing in your ear. <laughs> Not really, though. I don't. Let I'm going uh, more Gus's, honestly. Let me uh, read this. Gus, you're still like brisket. It's enormous. <laughs> it's <laughs> enormous. It's, it's a massive piece of meat. Gu- I tried to find the two big. Gav cuts for like a minute, and it's one piece. Yeah. All right, here, I'm going to read this. Uh, I want to remind everyone, this episode of Rooster Teeth Podcast is brought to you by Casper. Casper is an online retailer of premium mattresses for a fraction of the cost. Casper is revolutionizing the mattress industry by cutting the cost of dealing with resellers and showrooms and passing that savings directly to the consumer. Casper's mattress is an obsessively engineered mattress at a very fair price. Uh, Casper mattress provides long-lasting comfort and support. Uh, I've got one, and it's really soft and comfortable. I think I've raved about it many times. Uh, You can buy it easily online, completely risk-free. Casper understands the importance of truly trying out a mattress in all reality you spend a third of your life on. Casper offers free delivery and painless returns with a 100-day period so you don't have to lie down in a showroom because that's gross. Uh, get a Casper mattress for $500 for a twin or $950 for a king-size mattress. Uh, comparing this to industry averages, it's an outstanding price point. You can save an additional $50 as one of our listeners by going to casper.com slash roosterteeth, entering promo code roosterteeth. That's casper.com slash roosterteeth, promo code roosterteeth. They really want to make sure it's roosterteeth. Roosterteeth. Uh, terms and conditions apply. You Oof. go buy a mattress or something. Thanks, Casper, for we supporting want the podcast. Can you bear me? Yeah. You want a shiner? Yeah. There you go. Thanks for the bundle. Babs. 
I could help, but this is more fun to watch. I gotcha. Good call. All right, so I'm now on Twitter. So hashtag RT Podcast. Thank you guys I'm, for the lovely stakes. By I'm the really way. impressed that they pulled that together. That was awesome. Yeah, thank you so much to the crew for like putting that together. Thing. Yeah, and and uh, also Lousy for delaying last <laughs> week so you could get two steaks. Good move. <laughs> no one thought you were cooking. Two weeks in a row, you guys got steaks. Well, and you guys went out and bought hamburgers today. What's the story with that? Why would you do that? Double meat. Well, the, the, double really, meat. Good without, answer from the Without hesitation. Room. Double meat. <laughs> we had to four steaks. Their it's like, how many people are around here? It's a fucking million people. We still have so much steak left. Did Why are more steak? people getting it? You want steak? Get Don't get steak. steak. We get some for the camera people. Yeah. Yes. So people who can't taste the steaks are yeah. saying that they... they like the look of both steaks, although people are intrigued both. by your steak. Well, I'm, I'm interested so I, based on just visuals what the audience's favorite steak was. Mm, so that's a good point. Just based Tweet on us, RT, hashtag yeah. RT podcast. Who is um, your true I, winner? I got the inspiration for that marinade from, uh, what's the guy's name? Steve Reichlin? Harry? Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Steve Reichlin? Something like that, right? He's the uh, barbecue university guy. Yes, that guy. Yeah. He, um, I love watching. He has a, a show on PBS. Called Barbecue University. He goes on Stern, I think, all the time, too. Yeah, and uh, that's where I figured you would know him mm. from. He's, uh, he's on Stern. That so, is a loud beep. All my friends are constantly, spoiler alert for the last episode of The Amazing Race, all my friends, I can tell when they watch the show because they immediately message me and are like, that fucking cab driver. I, I thought they would immediately send you a picture of you in those fucking booty <laughs> shorts. the second thing. First, it's the cab driver. Because then they do that when they, then they see it, and then there's the credits... Which in The Amazing Race, one of the things I love about it's it like is the like, next time on. you're eliminated, and it's the end of the show. It's like, they do a hard cut mm-hmm. at the end of that show, and they have done that since season one. They should just cut to the hotel room where they're just sobbing. Yeah, dude, That's good a lot of crying. In, in, those little, in that screenshot I saw, you look like, you know at the beach, you get the thing where you poke your head through, and there's like the fake body drawn <laughs> on. Like that. Wait, is that you a think compliment? I look like that? Yeah. That's a compliment. The yeah. nicest compliment I saw about that was somebody asked me, they said, is this Photoshop? I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was like this live picture. I like to watch it in twos. Like I haven't, I haven't watched this. Mary, will get in here. Just th- oh. you throw it from there. <laughs> Mer- Merle frisbee that played it. Merle, <laughs> Merle. Everyone's used to not wanting to get Merle. in front of the cameras during the stream, so I think it's like they're fighting instinct, trying, yeah. trying to come out here. They're being professionals. But uh, yeah, so they were people were disappointed about that camera. I should map it and show you how far off it was. It was basically if this is a map of. Tbilisi, Georgia. You kind of have to go to my camera for this. There you go. Uh, <laughs> if this is a map of Tbilisi, Georgia, the ballet place was right here. The park we were supposed to go was right here, and the park he took us to was way over here. Oh my here. god! So we went all the way across town. How long was that drive back? It was. It was. I'd say a good fifteen minutes there, and a good like tw- it was twenty minutes because the traffic all of a sudden kicked Ugh. in. Twenty minutes coming back. So we like. Actually got us like a forty minute lead coming out of that place, and it was just. I like, think they even say that like uh, uh, at the mat at the yeah. very end. They're like, "How are they just getting here? They yeah. left forty minutes ago." But Zach and Rachel, they're like, it, it, they've been a pretty quiet team in, in the scene. But the, I mean, they're as smart as can be. I mean, yeah. it's just like it's frightening. They had a crazy moment where they would like they screwed up the bus thing. Oh, just, like didn't give up. They were just like, "Well, let's go back and finish up." Yep, and they did. They did it. You got to power through like yeah. that. I was impressed with the people who tried to do the candy challenge and then just switched halfway through to yep. go do the other challenge. Sometimes you got to do that. It's like this is not happening like, for us. We got to go. I don't know if I'd ever be willing to leave. Will you think of bailing on that tent up in the snow? Yes, but the problem with the the snow episode, the mountain episode, was the reason why we chose the tent challenge is I knew what a ferrata was, uh, which is that they climb along this like steel railing to go out to the summit and i knew it was a single file line you're not going to pass anybody you can't like get up to somebody and like reach over them with your safety rope yeah. and then go on the outside uh. of them on the mountain so i knew there was no way to change 
positions, which is why we went to the tent to begin with. That's some but then later thinking. when we thought about switching, they were like, we're just locking ourselves into an, a later position for sure. Like we will be in last place if we switch because by this point everyone's here and they're all lined up there, up there yeah. obviously. So they had done those Ferrata challenges on uh, Amazing Races before. They were a little bit different. Um, that one was amazing. I'm, I, if I have any regrets, it's the fact that we didn't get to do that. So because it was like <laughs> so, looked, like the view was awesome. Was, it, we got the great view from the the campsite that we were at, where it's amazing. What they didn't show, and I, I think I talked about this after that episode, and I promise I will stop talking about the amazing race in about two minutes here. Do you feel like <laughs> precious to not talk about it? There, no, there is a certain component of the audience that is just like. Stop talking about well, that. Well, because they don't but watch you, it. You did it. It was a part of your life. You did it. You well, can talk about it. Well, it's also people who, you know, and this is, I, I was explaining this to the rest of the cast. I'll explain this in a second. It's a, this, they'll bookend this whole conversation, the Amazing Race. Uh, but we were on doing the campsite. What they didn't show was we were at 17,000 feet, and we had to set up the tent, the tent, which wasn't the actual challenge. The actual challenge was to dig a big hole in yeah. ice and snow. <laughs> that was the challenge. And blow up air mattresses. And we had to blow up two air mattresses. That's the thing they didn't show on TV, was blowing up two air mattresses. And that was like every bit of oxygen. Was yeah, just, you're already winded when you're at oh, that kind of altitude. It's terrible. It'd be funny if you brought like a mattress pump with you in your backpack. You're just like, ha ha. <laughs> yeah, we had some stuff like that where we surprised people. Like I think we pulled out our counter. At one point, we couldn't do anything digital, so I had like one of those click tally counters, yeah. like you see when someone's like at the entrance to a stadium clicking yeah. away. We have those at RTX for our guardians to count mm-hmm. uh, lines for, line for panels. But I was trying to explain c- to the cast members because I see them occasionally. Like we get together and stuff sometimes for watch parties, and I was in LA this week, um, and I was able to talk with most of them, and we Skype as well. And uh, I had to explain how Ashley and I will will live tweet along with the show. But then at the end of the show, we don't congratulate the winners and we don't wish the people that were eliminated well and tell them how awesome it was to race with them, which everybody was awesome. The spoilers? Yeah. Yes, because our audience is like, if they hear a spoiler, they get so fucking livid. It's just like, it's like if I said, like last night I said, or this week I said, congrats to Zach and Rachel for getting first place. Because mm-hmm. I felt like that was appropriate for us to do it because it was like we were racing towards that mat. And, man, people were just like, I'm unfollowing you. I can't – it's not available in my country yet, so I'm going to unfollow you because you're spoiling it for me. And it's like, what do you want me to do? It's yeah. like – I mean, how long do spoilers last at this point? It's like, isn't spoilers finding out before something is available and not, like – Publicly you know? available? Yeah. yeah it's like – I don't know. If you talk about, it, like, the moment it's instantly available, it might not be – not everyone's had a chance to watch it. Can or I say something? East Coast the versus rest, West Coast. The rest of the cast, no understanding of that at all. Mm. Like – They'll be in the West Coast. They will tweet the East Coast feed. They'll say everything. They don't care. And it's like, they're like, I don't understand. I had to explain to them what a spoiler was. It's so unique to like our culture, yeah. like yeah. The, the gamer geek, you know, culture, the Comic-Con culture, whatever you want to call it. It's just like, it's, it's a really specific thing. And I've been so immersed in it for so long, I'm used to it. But it's like, they were just fascinated by that. It's totally different audiences, though. Like, all the people on that show probably have entirely different audiences who are sensitive to different things. Mm-hmm. They honestly might not, their audience may, may not care. You should just show them that Vine we made way back in the day. Of, hey guys, check it out. I got a new spoiler for the back of my car. And God it's, damn it. <laughs> it's, I found a God David Barb shirt in my office today. Yeah? Yeah. It's a good shirt. It's a good shirt. Good saying. Woo! Oh, that was a good one. That was, that was pretty, pretty good. good. That was a good one. I'm, I Is that how it does it? Over here. Everyone yeah. good steak? Where's that? I think everyone's good. Yeah. I'm so sure Gus. Everyone's nodding. Everyone's happy. Well fought. I'm going to savor this it, victory. It went really well. You we both had delicious We do this again next year? Yeah. Is it an annual thing? Sure. Well, not yet. 
Next year, will we? This is the inaugural stake That's what I said. We should change up those categories, though, because that was... I would have gone for a simplicity category. We should just do flavor, juiciness, and presentation next year. Congeniality was kind of a... Gus and I have talked about this over the years when you have a poll. People are like, what's your favorite show? Or like, I don't know. uh, Do you enjoy Rushi content? Yes, no, or... I don't know. I never watch anything anyway. It's like I always hate polls that have a joke answer in them. Because everyone goes for it. Because everyone just clicks the joke answer or enough people click it to where it's like your margin of error is now like you have no idea what the fucking answer is. (laughs) So people always want to put those dopey joke answers. For next year's, uh, for the second steak off, we should have different contestants, right? Give me a piece of steak. Look how red that's getting. Gavin, you and I should cook the steak next year. You two are going to cook steaks (laughs) next year. I'm I'm up for it. Let me learn. Let me me take this here and learn how to cook the steak. Put that there and I'll, I'll give a smush. Uh, the juiciness. Oh, we have a, ooh, that looks really good, actually. Yeah, don't see it gets redder over time? Yeah. That's why, that's why you let it rest. See, I like juicy steak, but I, th- I don't like it when it's like almost water. That's like prime rib, almost. Oh, man, I love some it's prime rib. so good. Love prime rib. Now, I've been, uh, I think I had Gavin over at my old house once, and you had those steaks once before. You used to cook steak at the office all the time, Bernie. <laughs> I don't do that anymore. I know. <laughs> I think that's... Why we have that grill? That's mm-hmm. the that's the office grill. It's normally out back. Did we I have l- that grill over at the old studio uh, when we were down down south? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I have a picture of you from I think the Fourth of July. It came with us cooking steaks for everybody <coughs> at the office. Mm-hmm. And you back then it was like on Thanksgiving too. That'd be a full time job. The jalapeno at this point. turkeys. Mm-hmm. And that was like forty people back then. I just stopped doing that. I thought it was too many people. I thought I was no longer CEO. <laughs> nah. Did you hear There's the a shift in attitude? Did you, did you hear the uh, employee count this morning? Oh, no, you weren't here this morning. 200? Mm-hmm. Not surprised. 200 people? I am. That's a lot of fucking people. Oh, I mean, I'm not surprised because of the amount of people I see around here. <laughs> and then I think we, we were trying to figure out how many people made the move from the old studio to this studio. And yeah. It was 60? Well, I mean, that was what was quite funny About watching 60. the, um, the bur- where I burped in the bag last week. And just like how few people are walking around. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot of people walking around, and there's still hardly any in that, in that footage. They also um, changed some people over to full-time who were contract, and I think the amount of people they changed to full-time were the amount of employees when I started at Rooster Teeth. Mm. <laughs> Marcus wanted to remind me that he cooked an iguana on the grill that you used tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why? That was what for was social that disorder. It was for social disorder where oh. they ate the iguana. <laughs> well, it's got heat. Heat sterilizes oh, it. Plus, iguana's edible. I mean, it's, yeah. you know. They, they, they what, an iguana? They cooked an iguana. They cooked yeah. and ate an iguana. And just burn I, it off. Yeah, I eat iguana on a stick and fall out all the time. I saw, a, a, <laughs> I saw an animated gif of a yeah. iguana underwater eating stuff off the bottom of a... What? Like a, it was underwater. Eating stuff. It looked like, it looked like, the, like a Japanese horror movie. Are it was they awesome. Amphibians? What's that? I didn't know that iguanas could go underwater, but it was really cool. It's like when you see that... You ever seen the photos of the tiger underwater? Oh, going yeah, after the cool. piece of meat? Yeah. That's fucking scary. If you get in the water... The tiger should go, all right, you're cool. Like, we're not going to come in there after you. But nope, apparently a tiger can just go straight into water. So do you think your uh, assumption of you could beat any animal with your bare hands holds up underwater? No, no. I, uh, like she said, I wouldn't fight any animal that lives in the water. But this doesn't live in the water. Yeah. If I mean, you- I would, I would <laughs> like, if, if a tiger was chasing me and I had the option of going in the water or staying on land, yeah. I would go in the water. But what if it chased you into the water? Well, that'd be better than chasing me on land. Sure. I could still fight it on land. I think I stand a better chance of... Don't forget, my, my thing isn't that I could beat any animal. Is that no animal could kill me. That's what I said. I could survive any animal attack. Okay. That's a lot of... Is that what you horse. said? 
Yeah, I'm just not scared of any animal. That's what I said. I'm not scared of any animal. Have you seen that footage of the the two guys who were just being stalked by the bear as they were walking through the woods? And the bear's just like running up to them and they're freaking out. And two men are scared of one bear. You know why? Because it would just bitch slap them both to the ground in a second. See, that's the best thing. It's a giant bear. This is a great rule. You don't have to be faster than the bear. You just have to be faster than your friend. (laughs) <laughs> if you can outrun your friend, the bear will eat them, and then you can get out. I, I wonder how, like, what percentage of them was like, let's both get out of here, to like, I'm going to trip. I'm going to bash you in the head and leg it. <laughs> yeah. Un- unless the bear gets really greedy, knocks one person down, and then goes after the other one oh, also. Oh, that's smart. Bears yeah. are smart. Knocks him out. It was like, I could be eating two people. Bears can <laughs> go nuts. One. Eating two steaks. Yeah. Would you just go for the off. eyes and hope for the best? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm human. I'm smart. I got I got brains and science. So <laughs> Until I just the go bear <laughs> reaches in and pulls your brains out and shows them to you. Nah, I got that. I got I can take I can take out some side, and it just wouldn't want to mess with me. I wouldn't. I just give it a solid poke in the eye. I would so. do what cats do when they're trying to intimidate somebody. I would turn sideways and like arch my back up <laughs> and walk like and this. walk like this. <laughs> Tail puffs out. Cats are so funny when they're scared. Yeah, I, just, I fell up the stairs in my house the other day. <laughs> like, properly ate knobs on the top of the landing, and the cat freaked out he was all puffed up for like five minutes his tail was all like he was all like he's just on edge like ready to ready to react well, trying to make himself look bigger i did something the other day is ashley i saw her around here a second ago i think she just left I, her cat her little siamese cat thai cat uh nutmeg was in the kitchen i was in the kitchen i think we were going somewhere and i had i think i had an umbrella in my hand and i like uh and i like swung the umbrella all the way around like flipped it over but i did it in such a way that like the cat was about 10 feet away from me and it just that was it the cat freaked out <laughs> cats are so weird because they're like they're like perfectly chill and everything's happy and then in a nanosecond everything wants to kill them i mean yeah. it's like they freak out they're in mortal danger you seen the cucumber video <laughs> yeah what's the, <laughs> cat? What's the cucumber, cucumber video you just, for some reason if you just put a cat no put a cucumber near a cat it's like eating food or whatever and it notices the cucumber it freaks out Wait, this is like a universal cat trait? I, I don't know. I've never done it to my other cat. Peop- other people have made videos putting cucumbers next to their cats. Everyone wants me to do it to my cat and film it, but it seems like really cruel to do it. freak out a cat right by its meal. I don't well, know. Well, think of all the headsets that that cat has eaten. Heads- he has cost oh, yeah. me a lot of money. Motherfucker. Oh, like when it turns around, it sees it? <laughs> you think that it's the fact that it's a cucumber or just that it didn't realize that there was something there? Yeah, that it I think appeared. it's like, oh, look, go back to that. We got to see that. Yeah. It's probably because it like has the reaction of it being like a snake or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. there's something like built into cats that, that don't like that shape and color. I think it just, it looks like a snake and it also wasn't there. <laughs> the cat does not want to look. <laughs> <laughs> look at this oh, cat. He's cat like, the cat doesn't give a shit. <laughs> I can watch these all day. It's yeah. like the anticipation of waiting for the cat to spot it. But when I swung that umbrella around, Nutmeg went like, she was on, we have wood floors and they're downstairs. She just, I felt so bad for her because she just took off at such a speed that she couldn't get traction. Yeah. And she was like, it was like Scooby-Doo. It's like a cartoon. <laughs> yeah. She was just like running in place. And like, then she like, like, she was getting up so much speed but not moving that she started drifting the left of the <laughs> wall and then took off. It was really, it was sad but funny. No, I, lo- I love when animals do that. Yeah. She was, and that, of course, probably made her more freaked out. Yeah. So she yeah. was like really legging it. Like, Bonus points if they hit a wall yeah. on their way out. Can you teach a cat to go on a treadmill, do you think? That's what I want. I've seen dogs on treadmills. Yeah, they teach mm-hmm. cats on treadmills. I've seen them on the... That'd be cool. Why would that be cool? Why would you want a cat on a treadmill? Be easy to film. Film it running. Oh, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen it run on a treadmill. Oh, I've seen them like 
just walking. Jaunt. Animal movement. Jaunt. <laughs> animal out movement. For a cat jaunt. Slowed down. Like just an animal running. Slowed down is so cool to look it's a at. Catwalk. Very cool stuff. I, uh, yeah, using my phone, I'll, I'll film my dogs running. You know, in yeah. the, the high frame and just watching like the way that their fur moves. It's just like almost like liquid. Yeah. And most dogs, when they when they're full speed, they're just jumping with their back and front legs. It's just like little hops. Have they're you ever filmed like, a person running in slow mo? Yeah, a lot. Not for my channel. Not for, for your channel, though. That's what I'm for like, Just for fun. No, <laughs> just for like commercials I feel like and stuff. People are so ugly in slow motion. Because like all of their skin and fat is like shaking. Yeah, and, like, it's like if you hang shit. someone upside down, they just look a bit off. Yeah, like because like, all their jowls are hanging. Hey, with. did you do that shoot the other day for that one production we're doing? You were gonna do something. I, I I pitched it you. Oh yeah, they didn't want me in the end. They didn't want you in the end. I didn't. Have, I I was like, let me know when to come over, and they just never moved back. Hmm. Okay. There was. A, I'll go and do it there. We can. We can. We can always do it later. Yeah. You taught. You said that people look ugly in slow motion. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. I think about like how people will always take like a freeze frame of a video and be like, look at your face here. It's like you're not used to seeing the face. Like you're. Yeah. You're looking at it in a moment between moments. You're also in the middle of talking. Yeah. I don't know about you guys. You probably get this tweeted at you all the time of a freeze frame of you when either the podcast is loading or they yeah. just pause it at a random time. It's like, yeah, I know look, I look like, like a fucking jackass right now. <laughs> look, look at this <laughs> funny you. picture. It's not a picture. <laughs> Sometimes, though, they do get it's some pretty video funny still. stuff. No, never. Here's one for you guys. Never. There you it's, go. Do, you know when you look and you, your brain kind of takes out all of the movement in between? Yeah. Yes. It's when your eyes move. Your eyes, you, your eyes, they make you blind. Your brain makes you blind for a moment. Yeah. Yeah. That creeps me out. How does that work in a VR headset? I guess it works exactly the same way, right? But even though it would be there, like the movement is there. If you're not flicking you s- your eyes, I don't think your brain knows to do it. Maybe it does. What if you're moving your head and your eyes are following along with Oh my it? God. There was a thing. I don't know if you remember this, Gus. There was a woman who came down when we were in the Buda office and she Shit interviewed us for Machinima. And she had this thing. She was a, she was a docu- very famous documentary filmmaker. What her name was Ori? Is this yours? Anyway, in the blind forest, she wanted to shoot something with us. She did an interview. Is this yours? Uh, I don't know. The British is over there. No, I'm right here. Okay. Um, and uh, at the end of it, when we would introduce ourselves, she was going to go from one person to the next. By we would finish our interview, and then we were on a stool, and we would spin. Oh yeah. And they would then spin through to the next person, and that's how they would do that. And she said, "Okay." And there's a part of it that's like the hard part of it is. We're going to spin you, but we just want you to lock your eyes straight forward and we'll spin your body, but don't move your eyes at all. Just keep them locked dead forward. I couldn't do it. Oh, yeah. it's because your eyes naturally like, look at different things. Yeah, like, they go click, 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 click. Well, yeah. you know how you do that, right? You just slightly cross them, blur, like take your focus to here. You got to blur it. And then oh. it, it doesn't move. I, tr- I tried. You got to bring, bring like what you're looking at right here. I think, sh- I think I got her to abandon the entire thing <laughs> for the whole documentary because you tried to do it. <laughs> you, don't, you looked really stupid doing that. I could tell you were crossing your eyes. <laughs> you yeah. got to like look at the tip of your nose nope. almost. Nope. You do not want to be on camera. Yeah, you're going to be on camera like this. I'm Bernie Burns. <laughs> 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 Spin around. Derp to derp derp. <laughs> here, I'm going to read uh, another thing here. Because uh, we, we, we were outside, we fell behind schedule a little bit. So now Who I is it for? It's for Nature Box. Oh, like Nature Box. Send us a So, a little spoiler, I want to remind you this episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Nature Box. Trying to eat better but think nutritional labels are confusing? Nature Box has a snack for that. They've taken out the guesswork and frustration so you can snack confidently and stop wasting time sifting through nutrition labels. Nature Box makes over 100 ridiculously delicious snacks that they source from all over the world for you to choose from. They got things like vanilla bean wafers, Santa Fe corn sticks. Nature Box makes it really easy to find the snacks you want without questioning what's in them. 
Uh, plus, they're constantly adding new and interesting snacks for you to discover. NatureBox believes you shouldn't eat something you don't like, so if you try a snack you don't like, they'll replace it in your next box for free. You can't do that with your other snacks. Go to naturebox.com slash richteeth right now. Get 50% off your first box of delicious and unique snacks without any of the junk. That's naturebox.com slash richteeth for 50% off your first box of the best tasting snacks in the world. Naturebox.com slash roosterteeth for 50% off right now. Naturebox.com slash roosterteeth. I want to go for Valentine's Day. Got rubs with Tony. With like a couples thing. Steak rubs. Couple rubs? Yeah. And I've mentioned it before. Like she thought it was weird, but it's actually quite, actually quite cool. Why she thought it was weird? It was, she thought it was weird to go get. You want to shine it? Here, it's coming your way. Get rubs with like your significant other. That's the thing, though. Like, yeah, every, every and it was actually kind of cool. Like we were like making jokes and giggling and stuff. She can't get her usual services. I bet oh. that's what she was concerned about. Because you're right there. Happy ending. Afterwards, get a little rub, a little cheeky. Does rub. happy ending exist for women? Does like does any Absolutely. woman want that? Absolutely. Listen, it's all about the rubbing for women. So yeah. I mean, like, but is that okay? Well, we'll come, that we'll is the happy ending. But we both after it, we had to go in like the sauna and stuff. You don't have to. Sauna. Just both sat in the sauna. Sonar. And she was excited because get my a, sonar. a woman came in, tits out, right? Really nice, like, sort of naked tits were out. And she was, like, floating around the sauna, like, steam and tits. St- tits and steam. Wait, were you So you were in there? No, no, no. I was in the man one. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I, I looked through the window. There's a glass door of the sauna. It's kind of misted up a bit. Hey. Saw someone come in. Yeah, but it wasn't misted up at the bottom. Yeah, I thought, oh, yeah, he's taking his towel off. That guy's got his asshole out. Um, he bent over into uh. the bottom locker, and I looked out the window and saw his asshole. <laughs> Two very different experiences. Like, Way I feel like different experiences. I got absolutely chipped. What did the dude look like? Fat and hairy. Oh, was his asshole just as hairy as he was? And I was coming to think of it, I'm not. I don't Why think are you I've avoiding seen... the question? He looks like a red-eyed cyclops. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've seen someone else's asshole before. I don't think I've seen one. How have you never seen an asshole before? Well, Any re- in, asshole in real life. You I've must never... have seen. Your girlfriend's is his asshole. I mean, yeah, dude's asshole. Oh. oh, okay. Well, that's not what you said. That's very. Let me different. think about that. Let me, let me think about that. Yeah. Have I ever uh, seen a dude's I asshole? In what, real life. What, what dude's asshole? In like, real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I had a buddy in in college that was unbelievable. Like he would do this thing where he would moon like normal and then like grab and spray. Oh, that's oh, like halfway to goat seat. He had no so shame. So you have We're, seen asshole. Yeah, we should call that like a lunar eclipse. Yeah. Uh, new yeah. moon. Don't look directly at it. <laughs> well, ha- have you seen? I guess I have I guess I've never, I've never seen another dude's butthole. Yeah, I've never seen a you butthole wanna? either, in real life. What? Other than my own. You've well, seen your own? Well, yeah. I don't think I've seen my own. What I've seen? How do Dude, I've seen it's a life-changing experience. You have to bend over in a mirror, probably. Yeah, I don't. I'm not doing that. Or not you, doing or that. Or you could lie on your back in front of a full-length not, mirror. Not doing that either. Why have you seen your own butthole, <laughs> Barbara? What are you? Because and why haven't you seen your boyfriend's minute, butthole? You had to do what? what explain I'm, the configuration. I'm not saying this is what I did. <laughs> I'm saying this is an option <laughs> if you're lazy. Well, let me ask you this. Did the control room just go? Uh huh. She assumed a position like right away. <laughs> she was like, she had oh, like this one position. leg up, like this, and she was like no, giving herself an angle. You get a floor-length mirror, and then you lie on your nice carpeted floor, whatever kind of floor you have. Sounds uh, real specific to me. And then you just lean like this, and you just go to town and look at stuff. <laughs> the bottle placement. <laughs> the bottle placement was so tough. <laughs> so you've done that. Why do you want to see your own butthole? To curiosity. She's curiosity. Is that what it is? You want to see everything when you're a growing young lady. Oh, so you were just checking out, like, what happened? Checking out everything. I'm trying to think of a scene. Well, butthole. also, like, when... I never, <laughs> no, I have also, no desire to see my own butthole. I get, I get waxed 
<laughs> I get waxed on a regular basis, so I want to make sure they did a good job. So you check after every wax? Not every wax. Oh. First couple times. But you've never seen your boyfriend's butthole. Guys no. can't do that, by the way. Guys can't. Yeah, as a guy, you can't do that. You can't get your butthole waxed. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Why? It's like the dynamics of the male female butt are totally different. <laughs> like there, somebody in Reddit one time wrote a story that explained it perfectly. Like if you've ever, as a guy, I never got waxed, but I did at one point. Said I'm going to shave my butt, like shave like oh, everything. No. Yeah, don't do that. That don't do that. That's bad news. Oh, because it like gr- shaving anything is bad. Not even just the, 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 the like the back. stubble shaving part of it, but just like. In the period where you're bald, essentially, there's too much dynamics to a dude's butt, you know? <laughs> you mean your poop just, like, slips What right is the you? list of that dynamics? And, like, when you go to fart, it's, like, it's just, it's, like, a whole <laughs> thing there's that you're no not resistance. used to. Yeah, yeah. That's that guy on, on Reddit who typed, or was before Reddit, he typed this whole thing about how he shouldn't shave his butt, and he was kind of a heavy guy. And yeah. he farted, but it just, like, went into his own butt cheeks and got, like, trapped in there. He said it was like a lost hamster, like, riding up and down his butt cheeks. Because the hair... The hair like leaves little holes and gaps, but when it's perfectly sealed with like a layer of sweat, it just goes like, and it's yeah, just like, this is it. That's what I'm talking about. This is exactly what I was talking about. What is wrong with the male butt? It's what like you know when you talk sometimes you get air bubble in your throat. That's like that, but with your butt. It's Did you think like the the male gooch? Do you ever feel like it has like half the dick inside it? Go ahead. Like, a dude from behind <laughs> looks like his knob starts, and then balls, and then the rest of his knob. But a, a female doesn't have, like, the half cock. <laughs> so you're talking like, what's the, what's the space in between? Is the perineum? Is that what that is? Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying that is... <laughs> you're saying because that has a shaft shape to it. Yeah. Talk it's it's like a dude's butthole, but you're like under there in the undercarriage <laughs> in the taking measurements. What are you doing under there? That's I mean, an excellent I'm not point. I've seen that in real life. Have you seen your own butthole? No. You don't have any curiosity in that. Okay. I don't believe that. I think that. I tried to look at it in real life and I just couldn't. Gavin is obsessed with his own butt. He's obsessed That's with not true. anuses. Gavin, you wanted to put your butt print on your iPhone so you could open it with your anus. <laughs> And you wondered if your anus had a unique fingerprint like your fingers do. I thought I was talking about my bell end. Was I talking about my anus? You talked about anus as well. You How do you your get? Anus? You, you also wanted your you connect like, to recognize just your butthole. But the <laughs> anus is this. You'd have to like push poo, get the anus to come down onto the onto the. Pad. You have to push. You just have to push. You don't have to push anything out. iPhone's of there. very thin. You just put it up in there and then wiggle. Yeah, but it. I don't you, really got, you really have to want to use your phone. How would you like, get the every angle? Time, that's how would how you, you get the, the anus? You're the one who, who suggested yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me explain we're... how you do it. You don't. <laughs> it was your brain that came up with this. Ah. Uh. You know we should try using our nipples. See if that works. Just absolutely try using your nipples. See if you can set up. Oh, you can't like do it now. Wow, fifty thousand percent increase in live viewers immediately. Apple stock just went up. <laughs> um, did you see? So we're talking about <laughs> talking about the iPhone. We think about. I don't know why I made me think about this. Did you see that announcement like, that Lytro made earlier today? Uh, oh, I saw a big headline about like how it's going to d- destroy green screen and you right. don't need it anymore. What so was it about? They are, they've announced a new camera. I forget what it's called. I think it's the Lytro Cinema. It's basically a light field camera, but it'll do video for like studio applications. And they made that thin light field camera where you can refocus after right. the pictures. You take a picture and then you can refocus after yeah. you take it. What the what the cinema does is it captures all the depth data as well when you no film way. something. So you so, could be like, I want everything behind this guy gone. Right. Or I want to only save this little slice of data. And then you could just extract it out and then not have anything else uh, in the frame. Whoa. 
but um, they will not sell you just the camera. You have to buy, I guess, like the software solution yeah. and like all this other stuff. And they have not announced a price. And it's like the kind of thing where... Well, the one that they released, or the one that I messed around with, was pretty crap. It was like one megapixel and you had to yeah. look at it in a special viewer to like click on yeah, which I think bit you want focused. The camera is... A f I'm going off the top of my head. I think I want to say it's like the equivalent of 755 megapixels and can do 300 frames a second. 755 megapixels. That's a lot. How? I don't know. Magic? <laughs> it seems fucking crazy to me. But that's well, what I said. Because on every camera, there is a physical, if it's digital, a physical sensor with a certain amount of pixels on it. So does it actually have that many pixels available to take in Because it might not just be capturing, you know, the traditional 16 by 9 frame. It's probably also capturing the so depth, depth as well. depth is included. So it might right. be like... It's capturing like a box of data instead of a square of data or a rectangle of data. So it might be like 3,000 by 5,000 by 50,000 right. or something. Okay. Interesting. So it's, it's really, really weird. I'm, I'm, I, I would like to get one, but I bet <laughs> they're going to be ridiculously Maybe expensive. Maybe we could go and get a demo of one. How expensive is too expensive for that kind of thing? Uh, if it's more than 500 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> well, if it's a cinema Did camera, Did I interrupt the be... story of yours, Barbara, before the ad read? Someone said I interrupted the story, but before you get back, then Gus started an ad read, so you couldn't tell the rest of your story. Oh, I don't remember. Was it the butthole mirror thing? Probably. Let me know, fucking story police out there. <laughs> Alvin Yakatori. There was definitely something I was saying, and you started a new conversation at one point, and now I forget what it was. That always happens. It's true. Speaking of awesome we got away from some. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, there was a part of there was a thing I wanted to bring up from earlier that we moved on from, but did you see? And I'm pretty sure it's fake, but it might not be. With the snowboarder who's recording oh, themselves on a, on a GoPro? No. Why, what happened? The, the, it's fake, though? Yeah, oh. it's a commercial. It's a commercial? Yep. Oh, it's a, it's a snowboarder recording themselves on a GoPro, and they're like doing, she's doing all these like turns and everything. She has no idea that there's like, a bear following her the whole time, like running after her. Oh, She really? has no reaction <laughs> to it, but he's saying it's fake? Yeah. What's the commercial for? I don't remember. I, someone, someone eventually linked to Did the Did they get a video. real bear, at least? Or? No, I think it's composited. So it's salmon? It's like the, yeah, it's like the bear fighting the dude for the salmon, probably. What else everybody got? We're, uh, if you want to talk to us on the podcast and you're watching the show live, tweet to us at hashtag RT podcast. Have you played Job Simulator on the Vive? No, but you guys did a, uh, you guys did a video on that, right? Yeah, we put it out today. Yeah. It's for, actually today for sponsors if you're watching this as a sponsor. You can watch it. It was really funny. What is it? You just, uh, you just have your hands and you just add cubicle. <laughs> you have your hands. You have your hands. <laughs> you have your hands, but like everything is you have like a computer and a desk and stuff. But like every idea you come up with, like, oh, I wonder if I can do this. It, it works. Like you could do everything that you think of. Give us an example. Stapler. You can shoot staples. Really? So you just add an You can like disc. take a disc and like turn, plug in your computer and turn it on and play a game on could it. You you can you type ass, 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 ass in the computer? I don't know if you can type anything. Anything you can think of. You can use your fingers. You yeah. can, like, you can grab. At one point, I grabbed a coffee mug and I poured coffee into it. And then I was like, let me grab this mug. And I was like pouring coffee from one mug to the other. That's and you just cool. like fling stuff everywhere. And then at one point, I like photocopied my face and stuff. It's, it's like every idea you can have. Can you photocopy your anus? Except for typing. No. Except for uh, typing. It was cool though. I recommend if you have one my, of those. I do have I think, right away, but mine's not shipping till May. Really? Yeah. Do you have yours? Yeah. Fuck. Wanna... You got a personal Vive? Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, in my office, oh. but yeah, it's right over there. I want to play with these. <laughs> and as soon as I got yeah. it. Go to Gmail. They have it set up all yeah. the time. As soon a clip of, uh... as I told <laughs> Ryan that I got my Vive in, he came and stole my pre. Oh, really? Did he really? Yeah. That was Jeremy eating a minging donut from the bin, and it makes your character vomit. That's so great. <laughs> 
What was the thing that popped up? <laughs> the oh, for some was? reason, you're like a computer monitor head. Mm-hmm. But, uh, that's really cool. I recommend that video. It'll be out for Does a mug say I love job? Does it? <laughs> I think it's what it said. I don't know. Oh, I like man, that. that's a great mug. That is. I, I so love much, job mug. You could just buy those now? Vibes? Yeah. yeah how vibes, much yeah. is it? Uh, seven ninety nine. Yeah, eight hundred bucks. Christ! I saw you were bragging about your computer being ready for VR. I said you should take this test, and it was like it was maxed out. And I was like, "Man, that's awesome! I got a good PC." I have the greatest thing of all time. Like before this, the greatest thing of all time was that Rooster Teeth. Anything that I liked was essentially a business expense. Yeah, computers, movie stuff. Video games. I mean, it was like literally, it was like everything became like a tax write off for me. You made a company where you could do all uh, that. I would stuff. just buy it from the company and uh, buy it from the company. And uh, then now that my kids too are like older and into technology, it's, it's like now I can justify like any ridiculous tech purchase because it's educational for the kids and I want them to have access to technology. It's like, it's like, oh, VR? Yeah, we have to have that. It's like I really <laughs> just want to justify having a VR headset, you know, for $800. But I was like, oh, the kid, this will help the kids. and they'll, they'll, they'll It's so it. good, though. It's I love, I love yeah. the vibe. I was and trying I to justify a 3D printer the other day for the exact same reason. I was like, I need a 3D printer. Educational. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because loves to make projects. Something I can't tell because I'm, I did it. I was in there doing it. I can't tell how... It translates to the audience watching us because to us we're in that room, in that virtual room, just like messing with stuff. Yeah, and they're just watching like where our head looks on the screen. But the, so far the comments have been great. Like people translates really, like really the well. Actually, did you see Funhouse's? I think it was they did Pictionary or something. Yeah, with they the, did the draw the game. Yeah, the draw game that was actually really tilt draw. So it's called. It's I essentially so. Pictionary. Yeah, it's probably the number one reason to buy the headset. Yeah. Just to draw it's, stuff. It's the cool well, thing we, is you can draw stuff and then like give the headset to someone else and then they're just walking around inside your drawing. We yeah. did that play test. I think it was at it was at PAX, PAX mm-hmm. where uh, like one of the tests they had was that drawing game where you could take different colors and you could also do like a rainbow pattern and so cool. fire. I did not. The, the best one did, was the stars. Like you could just like make a star effect and then yeah. just like kept falling or snow. I made rainbows all around me and it was like circling my entire body. It was really cool. What they need to do is when that thing is gloves instead of that those two handles Triggers, yeah. if it's like gloves that actually sense all your fingers that's when it'll be great and i'm sure that's not far off i saw a really oh, cool no. animated gif about how good the tracking is in those things because a guy was in the headset had one of the handholds or whatever what are they called controllers, controllers. controllers. yeah had one and then somebody outside the headset had the other one and threw it to him and he caught it because you could see it perfectly in the virtual environment and just reached out and caught it. Well, that's what Ryan's like. Because Ryan dumped, because Ryan's the guy who set it all up. He's been at this for Ryan's what feels VR like guy. a year doing it. And uh, he put the Vive on my head and was like, obviously, you're just looking through a screen. He's like, all right, grab this. And I took it off him. And he was like, do you realize what just happened there? And I was like, oh, I guess, yeah. I, I picked it up in the virtual world and also picked it up in real life. But I couldn't see it in real life. And he was yeah, like, that was it. That was like a huge eye opening experience for me, too, especially because. When we did that demo for the first time at PAX, like they do that, and you're like, oh, wow. Yeah. And then they take it from you before you take your headset off. So it's like, I never saw the controller at all the whole time <laughs> when we were up yeah, there. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to hand you something. And I saw this thing floating towards me, and I was like, what is this? And I had to like feel it around with my hands and everything to get the feel for it. Mm-hmm. And what's cool is you can, there's a camera on it, I didn't even realize, but you can see out the outside world too if you want. Did you guys, did we, on the podcast, I've shown the video to so many people, like in meetings and stuff. Did we watch The Void? The VR company? I've seen that, yeah. Yeah, in, in Utah? Oh, yeah, we did. We, we showed it. We watched it on Yeah, your we list. showed it to Chris Damaris or someone? Oh, Barbara, you were on the podcast. Mm-hmm. It was where they have the constructed environments, physical environments, and they layer VR over the top of a physical environment. I don't think I've seen that. I've not seen that. Oh, really? 
I th- I'm pretty we, sure we, we, we definitely sure we did it. on the podcast. Let's not repeat ourselves that quickly. Yeah. I just it's one of those things. It's like because we're on the podcast with people that I see every day. A lot of times, <laughs> yeah. like we have conversations. Like, did we talk about this on the podcast? <laughs> so, and that's why a lot of times when I see Gus on Mondays, like, don't speak to me because I don't I don't want to talk to you until later. So it costs eight hundred dollars yes. for the device, with two, and then I assume you need a really beastly PC. You need a good PC. I think it's at least a uh, Nvidia. I want to say GTX 970 or better. So it won't I work on my MacBook Air? It will definitely not run. <laughs> I read that less than 9% of computers can run it effectively. Because yeah. you need a super high frame rate. You need like 90 frames a second or something. Super excited about the Vive. Way more excited about HoloLens. Way, HoloLens is really, way more excited really cool. about that. How much have they told us about that? I've seen footage of it and it's there's no wires. You just throw it on your head. So you're not tethered to anything. Are there controllers? And this sound Your hands. Yeah. yeah, we're here. Your hands are your you click on shit. That's pretty cool. In the world, you go click, 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 click. Steak face. Well, it's yeah, and I've, I've talked with people about this before. How I think that you know virtual reality is cool and whatever. We're getting there. I think that in the grand scheme of things, it seems to make sense to me more that augmented reality would be the next step. Because augmented reality, you're just adding elements into the world that you have to worry about rendering. Whereas virtual reality, you're doing like whole world replacement. Yeah. And I don't know, like, yeah, our computers are getting good enough. 9% of computers can run VR stuff. But it's like, it's much easier if you're just like adding things in that you see versus replacing everything. HoloLens stuff, augmented reality stuff will be great for tours. Like a bus tour where you can like see the past overlaid over the real world. I was going to say cool. a, That'd be really cool. like a reverse tour. time, be like this building used to be here and then it'd be like, it builds or, it in front of you. Be like, whoa. It, or it awesome. would be like how you see, you know, sometimes those historic uh, photos like for post-World War II uh, Europe and show like the destruction and then how everything was rebuilt. Mm-hmm. It'd be cool to, like you said, like a timeline where you drag yeah. it and it's like what it used to look like before the war, during the war, after the war, and now today. We should set up a tour of Rooster Teeth with that. No. Like you walk <laughs> in the door and it's you and you're like, hello. You like virtual, <laughs> Get out. Virtual Springfield. So, um, you guys, somebody said there's an edible anus. Sorry, Barb. Somebody, uh, Nuf, they'll make a print of your anus on chocolate so that you can eat your own chocolate butt. Yeah, you can get your anus done in gold too, or in bronze. What does it look like? Can I get it filled with fudge? You might put like some kind of foam up your butt to get the imprint and then you send it to them. Kind of looks like a seashell. They make, yeah, it does. Yeah, I think they press stuff that they pour something onto your anus and make a mold. I'd go just for the first part. Who would want to eat that? Oh, never mind. Just a mold. (laughs) Don't. I'm sure someone else. Well, would you eat chocolate? <laughs> would you eat the chocolate anus based on someone you know's anus? I would eat chocolate no matter what. So you would eat Gus's anus chocolate? Sure, as long as I know there was no <sighs> chance that it could have touched it. Hey, can I hand my phone to anybody and they could charge it for me? Did your phone die? My phone just died. Well, Aww. but no, it's my fault. I didn't charge it. Fully oh, last anus night. chocolates. There's something too about when you don't. <laughs> when you don't anus. charge. Phone. Thank you so much. I think I've seen this. So before. if you tell someone to eat your ass, is that what you do? <laughs> you send this to That's them. a great idea. <laughs> eat my ass. I just love the word anus, especially when it's like etched onto something perfectly. Now, so let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question about yourself. that product in particular. Let's say somebody got a box of those, like Gavin, and then he will he, now. Then he just gave you one. And didn't tell you what it was, <laughs> and then you ate it. Would you be upset? No, Probably it's not. just chocolate. It's just chocolate. It's just yeah. chocolate. I would be mad though. You'd I would, be mad if yeah. I, mean, I think you should be mad if you went over it with your tongue and you like got to know my anus. It's a little because bit. knowing if Gavin you chewed it up. How do you eat chocolate? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking like, how do people, you know, tongue an anus? <laughs> Why would they do that to the chocolate? I don't know. <laughs> Practice. <laughs> Man, that's that's disgusting. See, I know if Gavin did that to you while you're eating the chocolate, you'd see him like snickering in the corner. And he goes, 
you just ate my ass. <laughs> I know. Cherry pulled one over on me. Although usually that kind of stuff doesn't bother me. Like the other day, I forget where we were. Maybe it was uh, Rudy's or something. And I found like a hair in my food, and I just like up uh, picked it out, and threw it away, and that was it. <laughs> oh. It doesn't bother me in the least. It's like, just hair. It yeah. It, it bothers me when it goes in my mouth. Like if I if I did this, I pulled out one of my hairs. Wow, that was really. Does that? Why is that so short? Gus, do you ever like pull on your hair to see if it's falling out? No. I do that occasionally. It's like I'm always worried. It's like I'm I'm have started to lose my hair and I don't realize it yet. Kind mm. of a thing. Especially when I look at our friends. See? <laughs> and, I'm like, and I'm like, I'm like, uh. I feel like, I'm like okay. if I started losing hair, uh, I would know because there's so much of it. Right. Like if I started finding it. At I'm kind of like a dog. Like when coating my entire Do you have home. to declog your drain a lot? Uh, no, the moment, not. Barbara, the moment Ashley and I started dating. I mean, she has her like, like she's, lion's she's hair. Got it's like a lot of hair. It's crazy. And it's, uh, it's beautiful. She, uh, it's just like hair everywhere. Would like, you be annoyed? Like 10 inch long hair in my mouth. Yeah, you should if see you, my uh, vacuum cleaner. <laughs> yeah. It's disgusting. If you were blindfolded. You know those chocolate bunnies? They're like hollow, right? Sure. Some of them are hollow. Would you be know if you were blindfolded and someone put like a chocolate exact mold of Jack's erect penis into your mouth? Yeah, go ahead. Well, it wouldn't be a very big piece. Oh. Would you be annoyed? So, just for the, rec- <laughs> just for the record, Barbara has seen Jack's erect penis. <laughs> Just so, in case any, I don't know. Just draw the line there. Somehow that made it worse for you. He's in Taiwan. We're safe. <laughs> Somehow that made it worse. So what are you saying? If I had Jack's enormous, erect, chocolatey <laughs> penis in my mouth, yeah. would that upset me? Yeah. Like, would you be annoyed because All you were- you Five were, centimeters of rich, dark chocolate. <laughs> would you be annoyed because you were unaware of, you were unprepared for penis? <laughs> Even though it wasn't penis. <laughs> I think I would. I think I would. I think I would. And then I'd have like a little bit of chocolate in the corner of my mouth. And be like, <laughs> I know that was like some little melted Jack outerness. Oh, God. Yeah. I don't know. I think I would be upset by that. I don't feel like I would ever encounter that situation because I would never be blindfolded and let someone here put something in nah, my mouth. Yeah. I, and I don't want to say, I want to be clear for the record here, that would be just any chocolatey penis. Not just specifically Jack's. Jack's a wonderful What about man. your own? I'd be honored to have Jack's big chocolatey penis in my mouth. What about your, what about your own, Burns? <laughs> What about my own? What about your own? That's a very interesting question. That is interesting. I have a question. What if someone did that to you? They blindfolded you, and you're, you open your eyes to discover it's a chocolate bunny that has an anus on it. That's your anus, but mm-hmm. on the chocolate bunny thing. Okay, <laughs> what, what, really deep down this happening? I would be happy hole. with that. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll ask you guys this because Barbara won't have any. That, no, that went nowhere though. That was like an abomination of a creature. <laughs> it had my anus, but it was a bunny. Yeah. What was that? It's just a chocolate bunny with your asshole on it. <laughs> <laughs> what? Please save us, Bernie. A chocolate one or just a regular one? <laughs> just, just a chocolate one. Just, oh, a chocolate this anus. Is taking us deeper. So, would you guys be willing to do a thing on the podcast where we get chocolate anuses made of us? Oh. And then we have, then we get like three or four sets. We study them, and then we try them and see <laughs> we if we can identify guess, who guess the, anus, the anus. Guess the guess anus. Guess the anus. Yeah. Are you smarter than an anus? <laughs> we gotta do it. We have, we to, have do it to do now. it now. But that means someone's gonna have to handle our anus. I'm not Again. comfortable molding maybe my it's own like, Maybe it's a home kit. Maybe the same. I can't be trusted <laughs> to get that right. <laughs> yes, you can. You got this. They just give you a little tray of the clay or whatever it is, and they're like, sit on this for five seconds. And then I'd be worried that there'd be like a, a Grogan in there. Yeah. You that's, get a little that's, Grogan. That's part of the flavor profile. That's just texture. Yeah. yeah. It's a Grogan. That just increases the texture. You surfer. know what it is. It's a butt crumb or whatever. <laughs> the, whole, the whole podcast episode, we talked about crumbs the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> a little nug. Here. 
I want to remind everyone, this episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Trunk Club. I love Trunk Club. There are two types of men out there. Guys who love shopping for clothes but are short on time, and those of you who hate it. Either way, take heart. Now you can get clothes that fit perfectly and look amazing without ever stepping into a store again, thanks to Trunk Club. Make it easy to look your best in clothes that fit you perfectly, handpicked by your personal stylist for free with Trunk Club. Go to trunkclub.com slash teeth, type in your own measurements, share your likes and dislikes, and you get your very own personal stylist. They'll pick your clothes from over 80 top brands and ship them right to your door. Keep what you like, send back what you don't. Trunk Club is not just another way to shop online. Your stylist takes the time to understand your unique look. And if you live in Dallas, New York, Los Angeles, Chicago, or DC, you can stop by one of the Trunk Club clubhouses to work with your stylist in person for free. Trunk Club is not a subscription service. There is no monthly fee. Your stylist is free. Shipping is always free. And you have 10 days to try on the clothes risk-free. Make a statement at the next big event on your calendar with a look that's handpicked just for you and your style. Get started at Trunk Club today. Premium clothes, expert advice, no work thanks to your own personal stylist at Trunk Club. Get started today at trunkclub.com slash roosterteeth. It's trunkclub.com slash roosterteeth. Trunkclub.com slash roosterteeth. It says it three times. You say it's way better Trunk about Club Trunk Club than like going to shop places. Because like if you go to a nice place, you're going to get a suit or whatever, and the salesperson is there. You, you put something on. And you're looking at it, you're looking at yourself in the mirror, and they're always like, oh, you look great. You look fantastic. Uh-huh. You know, and it's just like, oh, you why you lie to me? It's like, and then, of course, you know, <clears throat> somebody like Gus, who's super passive aggressive, they tell him it looks good. He feels obligated to buy it. We, Trunk Club, one of the best parts is when you send everything back, there's like, you go on the website, it's got a list of all the different clothes. <laughs> And it's like, well, why did you send this back? And you're like, I fucking hate it. You can give your honest opinion. Oh, yeah. Like, well, wrong color. I hate this cut. People who wear this shirt are jerks. You know? it's I like, don't think they have well, that in the feedback options. You know, no, they don't. But you can put other, I think. You can type all that stuff in. But it's nice because you can just be like real brutally honest about the clothes they send you. And then the next one they send mm-hmm. you, it's completely different. Could I sign up to be a stylist for Trunk Club and secretly send Aaron a trunk every month of just clothes that I pick just up? Just sign him up. <laughs> you, just, know, you know, like his cowboy boots and... Floral just patterns. Create a profile <laughs> as him and fill out Ooh. what you want for him to have. I should do that. He doesn't Kevin, know what he wants. Look at this. How do you explain how the strings on Barbara's leg are staying? Like her jeans are like torn up jeans, but her strings on her leg are just like staying across, but they're not connected. How does that work? Oh, there's like micro threads that are actually still connected. They're that's little crazy. rubber bands. Oh, really? So they went into that so that's much deliberate? to make him look like torn up. Yeah, I guess so. But it looks I like can't explain it. It's <laughs> a lot of leg. You might it's as well funny, be like, It's funny how like this ripped <laughs> apart, up. ripped apart pants are now in fashion. Just I like, get a lot of compliments on these. No, pants. no, I'm not saying they look good. They look good. I'm so just saying not it's saying funny to me good. that like torn up pants. Like if you tried to explain that to someone even 50 years ago, they'd be like, "What? Yeah, did you run so through a hedge? You had to pay more for it." Naomi just said that if uh, we change steak off two to be butts, that she's not making plushies for that. Oh, did Aww. she make plushies for the steaks? I don't think she has yet. Probably, not yet. She put a, a video up on the Let's Play community channel. I watched her video. It was a shame that she made something oh. Funhouse related, but Ooh. I thought it was a very good oh, video. She, she actually made like a little chef's hat, a little steak, a spatula. Ooh. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> That's awesome. So awesome. I don't know how she has that much fabric to do all that stuff. That is cool. So I was going to ask Naomi to make something, but I ended up asking Anna instead. And it was actually Gavin's idea. And I've been wanting to talk about it for a really long period of time. But they're just not done. Colton Dunn, as many of you know, recently had a baby, a baby daughter. And uh, Gavin had – we were trying to think of what we could do for Colton and his new baby. 
And Gavin said, why don't we make him a pair of booties that are laser team boots? Yeah. Some and I was like, group that booties. is probably the best idea I've ever has heard in my life. Has he seen them yet? He has. He just tweeted about it right before this podcast. Here oh, they are. Good. There's a laser team baby boots. They are so that is, cool. that is like the cutest thing I've ever seen that's, in my that's life. That's so fleecy. And, and Anna nice. Holla made those, right? She, Anna's she, awesome. She sewed them. Constructed them. Anna's made a ton of stuff over the years. She was our first ever costumer. She made the. Uh, she made all of our Ruby Cat Dynamic. Dynamic stuff. She made all your Ruby all cosplay. the Ruby cosplays for RTX that we did a couple years ago. Yeah, she's awesome. She she's made X Ray and Vav. She did. She did. Yeah. So someone uh, already isolated the uh, and slow moed the video of you nearly shooting me in the face. Oh, did they really? Oh. Whoa! <laughs> so close. That reminded me of Kung Shu. Thanks. It went across Pe- both eyes. Peter Hayes F one. When we play Kung Shu, how hot? Like from one to a hundred percent. How many beans are you putting behind that kick? You going I'm, like, I'm going for it. You got 100%? Meh. See, if I go 100%, it doesn't have to do with I'm trying to protect you. Yeah, it's, it's accuracy. accuracy. Exactly right. Yeah. Because I was because th- I snuck on, up on you a couple of weeks ago, and then you told me that I was doing it wrong. Like, I didn't go, whoo, loud enough, because I was like, and I because I wanted you to be hit <laughs> on the head. As long as you're recorded, yeah. that's fine. But then I was like, I mean, do I actually <laughs> do want to like, rip his head off with this, or do I just want to glance him? And I was like... I think I want to hit him as hard as I can with the shoe. Yep. And I think that is the official rule. Like you got to blast someone's face. You got to blast. You got to blast him yeah. in the face. It's all or nothing. I, I almost got the perfect shot on you on the podcast it a few hit weeks me ago. Right in the mic. It, it hit was the mic. The most dead on shot we've ever had. Yep. And the mic was just right in the way. I got, I got you in the ear once, or like in the side of the head. Yeah. And you were, me. You're just like. Do you think one time you're going to break Gavin's nose and it's going to fix itself? I hope not. Although Gavin, <laughs> if Gavin with a broken nose. <laughs> like if you broke your nose, would that be very upsetting to you? Would you be like livid about it? I think after you've ba- busted it enough times, you'll start to look like, like Owen Wilson, and I don't want that. Oh, it's okay. like, you just got to bust it the other way. Yeah, but it might just be broken twice. Like yeah. a zigzag? Yeah. yeah. I don't really care. I don't like that kind of stuff. I just like, I don't care. I don't know for a fact that I haven't broken my nose at some point, but... What is that? I wouldn't care. Is that what a is real that? picture? What is this? That's what I was going to talk about next. Yeah. What is that? Fusible. A guy well, was taking it. photos of planes landing in St. Bart. I think he... <laughs> wow. May have got and too close. It, it grazed his hand. Isn't that a place that's what? notorious for to that sign? Well, the propeller must have hit him. No, like there's a there's a video. This is a, that's why there's like a weird artifact right there. It's yeah. a 360 video. You oh. can like look around and watch it come in. Bloody hell! So he almost died. He almost no. Let's be accurate. He almost killed other people. Yeah. He's the fucking idiot standing in the way of the planes <laughs> in one of the most treacherous runways well, in the say, world. It's not like he's. I mean, he's. Not somewhere he shouldn't be. It looks like he's on a road. Yeah, it looks like that plane is yeah, just insanely but low. The St. Bart's Airport, when you land at the landing strip... Is that what that is? Yes. Yeah. That's, that's what he said, at least. Yeah, that's what it is. You can watch video of it. There's no, it's notorious for having a lot of planes crash on landing. It's, it's like, basically, at one end of the landing strip is the water, and the other end is a mountain. <laughs> and so you can't land like- towards the mountain because you just hit the mountain, according to Nico. Because Nico spent, used to spend time there. His family had a place there. And that's how I know about it, because he invited me down to his place, and my ex was like mortally afraid of flying so i said don't worry i will show you this airport and i will show you that people land there all the time we loaded up the youtube page the first thumbnail is a plane like sticking in the water like the the, the is this it oh yeah that he's just on a road video. he's just still on the road oh no so yeah so they come over the road the cars will stop to let the planes land oh my god so well he's in the, and uh, he's I above the runway like the runway is oh. oh my god well i mean that's not his well yeah I mean, you he, there's the a water almost, out there. He almost crashed that plane. Yeah, he almost crashed that plane, right. So uh, Gibraltar Airport is similar with the cars in, in that it's like a level, it's like a railway crossing mm-hmm. where 
barriers come down across the road, the cars stop, and a plane goes shooting by like 400 miles an hour. It's wow. like, whoa, God. What is the, uh, the airport where the planes land and it's like right on the beach? And there's always people just standing on the beach, and the planes. That's like, also r- somewhere in the Caribbean. It's right, right over their heads. Saint like, Martin. And these are like seven forty sevens. Oh, and that's where people like climbing the fence and get blasted by the jet. It's not Saint Martin, is it? I don't yeah. know. It might be. I always see that. And I never know what air- airport that is. It's on my phone, so I can't look anything up today. So hmm. I'll look it up. Bummed. You did well not to, to complain about an Apple product, though, considering your Apple product died. On oh no, that was my fault. I'm actually up on my Apple products, man. I'm feeling pretty good. You're correct, Barbara. Like, what is it? Saint Martin. Yep. Good for you. That was a total guess. The, uh, yeah, the images from that look photoshopped. They look totally fake. Yeah. Yeah, because there's people just standing there on the beach. A beach. What was I going to say? I was going to say something. You can't ever replicate that feeling through video or picture of how crazy it is when something so big is moving so fast. It's awful. So close to you. Like yeah. a, a Boeing flying over your head is crazy. <laughs> Last week or the week before, we were talking about sonic booms. Watching people try to explain it, like on Reddit and in Twitter... <laughs> Afterwards, was just like nobody was agreeing on what a sonic boom was, but they were all right and they were it's all great super just smart. To start a discussion and then just walk away from it. Yeah, and the other thing too is like people were people were saying that because we present have a big audience. I'm paraphrasing here, but because we have a big audience and we present so many things, Gus, as scientific fact that are wrong, there's an obligation to correct us. Nope. I don't think we ever present things as fact. If anything, we sit here and go, "How is that? How does that work? Does it work like yeah. this? Does it work like that?" Also, if they correct us, they're not getting the information out to everybody. Did you, by the way, did you see that NASA released more information about an exoplanet they found? Like, it's like, I don't even know how many light years away this was. It's like, What's it, got? it was like a full lava planet, and it was like <laughs> underneath the lava, which was on the surface, there was a layer of carbon, and then everything flows in different directions depending wow. on the season and all that stuff. I'm like, you fuck, I can't believe you are still buying this fucking bullshit. And everybody was writing me on fucking Twitter saying, Gavin's right. No, they use spectrometry from the light <laughs> off the star <laughs> so they can tell what, tell what elements there are or gusts. And they were I defending you. I'm like, uh. I'm like, I get it. But all the fucking flowery language about what's going on, on that planet, it's all fucking bullshit. It's all bullshit. Because they released this fucking thing the other day about this planet that's made of lava with a layer of carbon <laughs> and it's 150 goddamn light years away. And it's like, I want to go, hey, NASA. How many planets are in our solar system? Just a count. They're like, I don't know, eight, nine, nine, <laughs> nine, eight. What's today? Wednesday? There's nine. <laughs> we think there's another planet in our solar system, but we're not sure. Like Bill over here was on the fucking telescope and saw a goddamn <laughs> shadow. Tell him about the shadow, Bill. I saw a shadow. We think it was a ninth fucking planet. We can't even count the planets in our solar system. And we're telling people what a fucking planet looks like 130 fucking light years away. I can't wait for them to get, like, super crazy with it. Like, and below the flowing carbon layer, there's a Happy Meal layer. (laughs) And it's just filled with McDonald's Happy Meals. We don't know how they got there. In the northern hemisphere, there's a mountain. And if you look at it in the right way, it looks like a dog. (laughs) It's amazing. There are so many You'll never see it. There's so many veins popping out of your forehead right now. NASA. We just need to defund NASA's creative writing program. That's it. Give Do that money write to somebody else. They gotta make it. They gotta make people excited about it. They can't be like rock. But they rock. know we're never going to those planets. <laughs> Not and never. Oh, Barbara, why? <laughs> Did you see they landed a thing on the barge? Oh, oh that's that was pretty cool. I lost spit in my mouth. There. <laughs> just a little, little, little. Yeah, the SpaceX. <laughs> Tons of liquid. Yeah, it was cool. It didn't fall over this time. And of course, immediately people make that stupid video 
of it landing playing that I'm on a boat song. Oh, uh, I, was like, I was like, I know it's going to happen. I was like, I'm already pissed off just thinking about it. And of course, it's, it's out there. People need to memify everything instantly. Yeah. When, when will the meme die? It's a good song, though. The What's meme? That? The meme. Will nah, never will. Never will die. Never I think will it will. Die. I think it's a phase. What? Memes? I don't think so. When are people going to be able to put... Like, say, this is, <laughs> <laughs> when are people going to put... <laughs> what were we trying to say? When are people going to be able to put... Because all, augmented reality will be everywhere at all, all times. Are people going to be able to replace their face with like a version of their face that's yes. happier than they are? Yes. That you won't be able to see their real face? We can already with a fucking iPhone. Yeah, well, I mean, Snapchat's doing all that bollocking crap that is yeah. annoying. Oh, yeah, the face does. filters. Yeah, that's really crazy I'm stuff. already really sick of the face swapping. Dude. <laughs> I feel your pain. I was never a fan of it to begin with, like, when it first started, because it's like... I, it I, I think so, there's some unusual cases, like, you see people, like, do it with, like, a, a dollar bill or uh, a cat or... Did you ever oh, see, you see the, the woman one? with the nipple? The nipple, yeah, that <laughs> yeah. was probably my favorite one. Where her face is on her nipple, and her nipple was the entirety of her face. So she was just doing a, a titty Snapchat? Yeah, yeah they, like, she, like she put, like, two eyes above it and, like, a little smiley face <laughs> mouth and to make it look like the nipple was the nose. It's obviously not safe Where for Where are the big on? We drank a lot. Of, oh, there's the more beer down here. Vehicle. Yes. Barb, need your help? I help. Thank you. For you. Yeah, all that stuff's just going to get more and more realistic to the point where I think if I think everyone... I stink a little bit. What? You guys stink a little bit. Well, I mean, you're, you're I outside. Normally, I never do. Bernie, Today, so rub some steak on day. you. Oh, there's a new, new, new planet. Thank you to Anthony Africano on Twitter for sending it to us. McDonald's planet? I can't wait for this. There's a planet covered with cats getting scared by cucumbers. <laughs> <laughs> only about 144 light years away. <laughs> it's that weird. guy is like the highest paid employee at NASA <laughs> right now. What would be cool is to see all Ask of... Ask knows how many planets are in the solar system. <laughs> just, a straight, just a straight count. What a fucking basic fact that we cannot... We can't... It's like if NASA goes, uh, there's eight or nine planets, we're not sure... <laughs> Uh, we think there's one out there. It's we can't. It's a really dark. It could be another sun. We're not sure. <laughs> That's just like on a timer. It's turned off. It could switch on any oh, day no, now. That's just a crumb on my microscope. Exactly. <laughs> it microscope. could be a whole I new mean, telescope or a smudge. Same thing, right? I would like to see a, a picture of Earth surrounded by everything that we know about. Like so, put Earth in the middle. Put all the planets and solar system and all that crap. But close it off at where the distance is. To the point where no one is alive because of the light. The How long of the light? <laughs> you lost me. What? Right, so some stuff is like 100 light years away. Okay. It takes light 100 so years to get there. The, the longest age, <laughs> the, the highest age of a living human. <laughs> okay. And then ring that off. And then everything outside of that, you're seeing from a time where no one on Earth that is on Earth was there. Correct. Just using Earth. the distance through space of yeah. light as time. It'd be interesting to see, like, all the universe we know about and how much of it is light from stuff when we were alive. You know what fact blew my mind recently? Christ, it was hard. And I forget if you guys brought this up on the podcast. The oldest person in the world, they lived in a time where no one else on this planet was alive. Oh, yeah. Somebody wrote that mm. the, the oldest person was like, the oldest person alive on Earth right now was born when nobody else existed that is alive today. That's like, just a it, weird thing to think about. Isn't crazy? Because there's it's 7 simple, billion simple people. Yeah. That's yeah. like how every... Female who has a male like destroys a line from the beginning of time, right? Of females, yeah. Which is obvious, but it's also a cool fact, right? That's like a, a really crazy. I, had to, fact. I didn't believe you at first. I really had to think about that. You one. really had to think about that. So one. counterintuitive, yeah. But it's just like everyone has a father and a mother, 
And if uh, anybody has just one of one sex, it breaks one of those chains, going all the way back to the beginning of time. It's crazy. That's or at least until sex is evolved. So, that's crazy. It's really what crazy it to think about that. What would it be like to be able to say... Try meant since God invented the earth. You are all gone. Like, that's crazy. The like, whole I was thing. here before every single person on this planet yeah. was alive. You ever been like that at a job or anything, though? You ever, like, <clears throat> you were just outlasted every other person that yeah. was there when you started? No. I've had that. Yeah, I've had that. I think I've had so that. So I think if if you're the oldest person on earth, you should get a prize. Like you should be able to get whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Live and it should be like a, a thing you pass on to the next person who's the right. next oldest it's person. It's like, oh, you know, I want to get on this plane and fly, you know, whatever crazy. Like, oh, yep, here you go. Here's the thing that yeah, proves it. Like literally. Okay, anything. we got it. We got to let you do it. But some people live, they live so much longer than normal, like 120 years. That they outlive several generations below them sometimes. It's crazy. Yeah. Like the the grandparent and the great grandparent is missing, but the great great grandparent is still alive. My for the kids. Yeah, could you imagine me like crazy. all my grandparents are dead, but my great 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 grandmother's still alive? Yeah, what does your daughter die of? Old age. Right. No, no, my, my I have that in my family. My grandmother lived to she's born in eighteen ninety eight. And this is crazy. She died in October of 1999. If she lived three more months, she would have lived in three centuries. Oh, Isn't that crazy? Bummer. But uh, the, the hardest part about it was she outlived her oldest daughter. Her oldest daughter died of essentially old age. That's crazy. Yeah. And people must have outlived a granddaughter in the past. It, must, uh, it might have happened. Yeah. Probably. God, imagine that. You get a granddaughter and live longer than it because of old age. So this is a crazy it. week. <laughs> well, this is a crazy week with online stuff. And one of the craziest things, and I wish I had done more research to find out who it was. Did you guys hear about the live streamer who was talking about – they did some kind of live stream like event that went across lots of different channels and people contributed. Kind of like Extra Life, but it was something else. And there was a live streamer, and she got on, and she was drinking during her thing. And then she went on this like odd 15-minute discussion of like, okay, you need to listen to me because I'm a, I'm a bio major. And – you know, these kids have cancer and they're going to die and they're meant to die. And it was like, what the fuck is she talking about? And then she goes into this long explanation how these kids with cancer are supposed to die. That's meant to happen. What? And that we need to contribute to technology so that people in the, in the future don't get cancer. And something about proteins was in there. It was fucking unbelievable. It was one of the most unbelievable things I've ever seen in my life. Justin, you were there, right? Well, you were, guys were looking at it. What was the name of the streamer? Do you remember? Legendary Leah, he's saying. Can you, can you by any chance, can you help Patrick pull that up so we can show some of that? It, Gavin, it's fucking nuts. It's huh. one of the weirdest things I've ever seen on the internet. This girl, and it's, I don't know what she does the next day. Does she wake up? I mean, we all have gotten drunk and done stupid stuff, but it's like, yeah, she did it live on the internet. I mean, she must have lost her entire follower after doing that. I get, does that happen anymore? I mean, it's like, I don't know. Gosh. I have no clue. I mean, clue. that's just a horrible thing what, to say. What, losing your following? Like, can sure you lose you could, everybody? Yeah, I'm sure you uh, could lose I everybody. I mean, big portion of them. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't have the uh, audio on, but I can see the video you're talking about. Do you have the transcript? Somebody had to have transcribed that. Uh, I want to watch this now. <laughs> the problem is if you yeah. say it, someone will clip you saying it, you know? I feel like we're already, all of us have passed that. Ah, uh, we're fucked. Yeah. We've My search history from being this podcast this is so is fucked her? up. That's her. It's a pretty girl. Too bad she's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> can we hear it at all? Is that possible? It looks like it's muted. <laughs> Look at her. She looks like a drunk person. I'm assuming she was drunk and not just like, not just a fucking moron. I mean, How long it's probably arms? a little column A, column B. Oh she has really long arms and hands. It's just the angle. 
You have a transcript? You have a transcript? Here, uh, you give it to Gus, over? and Gus can read it. Yeah, I, I trust Gus. And, and Gus, we trust. I am reading a transcript. <laughs> You're gonna I'm doing this so that it's obvious I'm reading. Children that have cancer are going to die, and they're meant to die. If you get cancer, and I'm not being mean, I'm not being an asshole, I think all of us know a, ch- a child in their family or secondary family that has died of it. But the reason why children under the age of 10 get cancer is because they have something genetically wrong with them. What um, the fuck? Doc. What? Okay, okay, yeah, here's the thing about proteins you're saying. <laughs> That just means... I'm reading it in a stupid voice so that it doesn't sound like me actually saying this. That's very smart. That just means something really, really awful happened during the genetic sequencing of their bodies and their fucking protein that was supposed to catch that mistake didn't catch the mistake. And here we are. We don't have the fucking technology yet to do it. But yes, you should donate perhaps to further the research for the technology to help these kids. So what is she saying? <laughs> Donate to something that doesn't exist yet? It's not going to help anybody who's alive, is what she's saying. And then kids who have cancer are meant to die. Donate what to something that doesn't exist yet. She's a fucking lunatic. To children who don't exist yet. She's a fucking lunatic. That is absolutely crazy. I'm going to go follow her. That is pure crazy That's talk. crazy. And I mean, it's like, look, I get you're drunk, but it's just like, I don't think I've ever been so drunk. <laughs> Do you get truthful? No. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've ever. I, I do think though I've never gotten so drunk that I like made up shit. Like when I was super drunk that yeah. I said. Well, like, you did call yourself Catbug one time. Ah, that's, that's that being funny. I, was, <laughs> I thought that was a funny joke. Yeah. But uh, and then the time I, I told you I was invisible. <laughs> no, yeah, you said if you do this, you're invisible. Hold your jacket up by your face. I would do this, and I'd say I'm invisible. You said you're a vampire. The uh, anyway, but it's just it's just crazy. The I other thing, which, do all, you want to talk about the other thing that's going on? I can we talk about the other big that. thing. Yeah, well, I feel like we should be uh, Toby Turner, Turner allegations. Oh yeah, no, what, I don't what? know too much about that. I read a little bit. Um, I guess of some abuse allegations. So he had a, a former girlfriend, on and off girlfriend, and I'm totally paraphrasing here. And she went on Tumblr and made allegations that were, I think, essentially three years old. That uh, he was abusive in a relationship, physically abusive, mentally abusive, emotionally abusive, and that he had at one point drugged her and raped her. Then she went this whole thing about uh, that he's got a drug problem and everything else. And people are asking, like, what's our opinion of this? I mean, it's real simple for me. What my opinion is, is if somebody has committed a crime, go to the cops. I mean, seriously, go to the cops, report the person. That's what the courts are there for, Mm -hmm. you know? And I know that's a difficult thing in certain situations, but it's not more difficult than going on the internet and talking about it, for sure. You know, it's like, go to the courts, do it. And the same goes for, you know, him. If he thinks he's being falsely accused and there's a person out there falsely accusing, that's also a crime, a punishable crime. Take that person to court. You know what I mean? Let the courts work this stuff out. It shouldn't be worked out on the internet. That's not how crimes work. Did he respond to it at all? He just said he didn't do it. He gave like a minute long thing and said that he didn't do it. And then there was another girlfriend who came out and uh, backed it up. Then there was a third girlfriend who came out, former girlfriend, who said he's just a super shitty boyfriend, essentially, but I don't believe in any way, as someone who else was in these positions that she, this girl was describing, I don't feel like I was raped. I feel like I was taken advantage of and I regretted being with this person. Mm. You know, But none of them really got beyond, I think April got into very specific details. And also, there was, it came with a message as, as like, stop supporting him and like get rid of him from your lives, like unfollow him and stuff. Yeah. That was like a message in there. I Which like, I feel like if you'd gone on this whole thing of truth, it'd be like, well, make your own judgment. But yeah. she was actually saying, unfollow him on Twitter and de- unsubscribe from him and stuff. And the cat, I thought the catalyst for it was interesting too in that 
um, she saw an action figure of him being sold in a store. Oh, right. I think I, I read that. And that yeah. was like why she wanted to come forward uh, about it, which is, I mean, who knows why, you know, some things trigger some things in your heads and heads and other things don't. But still, it's like, in, in my opinion, if someone has committed a crime against you, you should go to the police. Absolutely. And I don't think anybody on the internet should be you know, saying one thing about someone making an accusation or somebody else who's accused of something, that's what the courts are yeah, for. Yeah, and a lot of people are asking me of my opinion, too. Yeah. Because I follow him. And I was like, yeah, but I don't know I don't know what's true. I don't know the truth. So I don't think... That's what the courts are for. Yeah, that's like, why I have we no have idea. courts. Yeah. Like, obviously, if it's true, yeah, screw the guy. And like I said... But I, I have no idea. I yeah. get that that's a difficult thing for, you know, people historically when they have been victims of sexual abuse. It's hard for them... To go to the court, but the new thing is to go on the internet. That seems like so much more difficult to me. They, that you're putting your story out in front of millions of unchecked people who have this anonymous soapbox that they can stand on, as opposed to being surrounded by professional people in a court of law. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Granted, there's going to be someone in the court of law who is trying to prove your story wrong, but that's why you have a judge, and that's why you have lawyers yourself. So I, I just I, that's my opinion. Is like if somebody committed can a crime, grab- one way or the other, go to court. Can the court grab a an iMessage conversation. Yes. If it ever happened, they can just be like, let's see what they wrote. Yep. They can yeah. go back to AIM conversations. I know that for a fact. Wow. I know there's like all this Apple encryption stuff, but like oh. if anything was texted, then they're screwed, I assume. Mm-hmm. I think with a subpoena, they could probably do it. Like I could, the thing, I think you're talking about with the encryption on it and I don't, I'm not a lawyer by any stretch of the imagination. They can't get into that, guy, that guy's phone because they're a third party. However, if I had a conversation with you, Gavin, and then I made allegations against you, um, later, I could subpoena our message because I was part of the message. Oh, okay. Like, that's a two-way conversation between two people. And I think especially in the state of Texas, one person can record a conversation. Like, if we went to, like, an office, in my office, I could record all the conversations in there if I wanted to uh, because I'm aware the recording is taking place. In some states, both parties have to be aware for it to be admissible in court. And in Texas, it only has to be one so person. So even if you have an admission to a crime, if they didn't know you were recording, it doesn't count? You, well, go ahead one more time. So it, if you, the, the, it may not be admissible. Like it's not a legal recording. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because then you've committed a crime. Interesting. For not letting them and, know. And, but basically, what I'm getting at here is like people want to hear our opinions on it. Our opinions on crimes mean jack shit. I mean, they, they, they. You shouldn't be asking people on the internet what they think about it. You know, you should be helping victims and encouraging them to go to the authorities. Yeah, That's have, what I would we say. We have no insight. We don't know anything about... Well, it's like, it's like our opinion doesn't impact it. It's, like, mm-hmm. it's not going to improve the quality of anybody's life who's yeah. in a crisis. Like, I know what I would think if I knew the absolute truth about either outcome. Right. Yeah. I don't. But you don't know Therefore, the my opinion, I don't have one. And I don't want to be put in a position where I'm going to, like, like to analyze the veracity of somebody's statements on what is an absolutely horrible thing, you know? So, if you do shitty things, you're a shitty person. I had the same thing with with Sam Pepper when he was all in that trouble as well. You just want to know what your opinion is. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. there's video evidence of him squeezing asses. It's like he, he says it's not real, and I don't know. I just don't know, and you don't. You never know enough about it. I also, don't know him personally. Really. Exactly. I've 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 met Toby probably yeah. about five or six times in total. You know, in events in Los Angeles or like on sets or something like that. If you actually want to know, and you this is an interesting, compelling story to you. I highly recommend that you go watch uh, Phil DeFranco's show from today. He knows Toby. He has employed Toby. And he went very in-depth about his personal relationship with Toby. So, you know, from his perspective. Interesting. So I would go do that. I would go watch Phil's show. And I, I consider Phil to be one of the rational voices of reason on the internet.
Yeah, smart guy. Him and I like Boogie too. Mm. I like that guy. I just started watching his stuff recently. The big guy? Yeah, I like him. I think he's guy. I think he's just real measured. I what's like his, people uh, who are measured. What's his angry dude character? Uh, Francis. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which I thought that thought that's who he was for a long time. Me too. Actually, yeah. that was because that was like the viral. Yeah. The wild character being deleted. Before we end the podcast, I just found out that Let's Play won the Shorty Award for gaming. Hey, congratulations to everyone in the Let's Play family. Yeah. I can use that award. What are you going to use it for? Are you going to put that? You can use it for your uh, visa. Good. Our (laughs) award-winning Mr. Gavin Free. So the Shorty Awards are what? They They started as Twitter Awards, which is why they're called Shorties? It's something to do with internet culture. I always get confused between that one, Webby... And streamy, I, n- I can never remember all, which one is. Which. It's all those online awards, basically. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah, the Webbies are the one. I don't know. The Webbies always kind of rub me the wrong way, mainly because we were in a people's do they, choice. Do they rub you the wrong way? Were, I was burping a little bit when I said that. Uh, Gus and I, we, back in the day, Gus will remember this too. We were up for a people's choice award. Was either o- I think it was oh three or oh four. Yeah, it was like oh three or four. We yeah. were up against the Onion for the humor category, and Red versus Blue. That year, 2003, we were like we were like the big viral sensation that year. And The Onion, though, had won the humor award from the Webbies every single year for like eight years in a row. But we were beating them like 70% to 30%. And then they, they turned off the visibility of the voting for 24 hours. Boo. And it came on and we lost. <laughs> and it was like for three weeks we were winning. They turned it I mean, 24 hours. I mean, 12 hours. Yeah. And why would they even turn it off? Yeah, they made it not visible for a little while, and then all of a sudden, the onion beat us. They they made up like forty percent to beat us. Interesting. And we we're just like bullshit. And by that point, we actually we actually got really turned off to awards for a really long period of time after that. Because remember, we asked the audience to vote for us and stuff like that. And after that, we we're like, we're never asking our audience to do anything like that again. And yeah. we didn't forever. We we just wouldn't we didn't participate in anything. But awards are a great way to for stuff to get discovered. And I think that's super important to Let's Play right now because they're oh, launching yeah. the Let's Play network. You know, people are finding out about all these fucking awesome organizations that are coming together to make Let's Play. Yeah. So it's perfect. They're, they're it. useful for people in that industry and for people who are trying to prove themselves useful to certain governments and stuff like that. Like you? Yeah. <laughs> and you know Jeff. You know Jeff too because, I mean, some award ceremony. So he's like, he's like do, I ha- <laughs> do I have to go to this? I said, no, you don't. I said, you're, here's how your night will go. You're going to be sitting in a chair waiting to find out if you won or not through a horrible fucking ceremony, one of the worst nights of your life. Then you'll have like a 30 seconds of like adrenaline where the, am I going to win this or not? Either you will or you won't. And then you'll get up and make a one-minute speech, and that's it. And then it's another two hours after that where you're sitting in your chair waiting for the goddamn thing to wrap up. But <laughs> at the end of it, you'll have a trophy, and that'll live on your shelf for the rest of your life. You know, cool. so That'll be a good thing. And they won. So. Yep. One more thing I wanted to mention before we wrap up is um, we're going to be at PAX East next weekend. Not this weekend, but next weekend, right? Um, And Bethany made a a journal about it on the website. We have a a brand new huge booth we're going to be debuting uh, and a bunch of of different people out there. 50 by 50. It's a 50 by 50 booth. It's like bigger than like the Intel booth, (laughs) the Blizzard booth. it's huge. It's it's absolutely massive. How do you think Meg64 feels about that? Because we used to be side by side with them. And now we're just like, where are you? Yeah, we'll have, we'll have to find them. See, see where they're Can you they're like at. subsell your, go, your go booth space? She just attach them onto us. Can they be like in the back corner of our space? I, I wouldn't be surprised. Like we'll, We're going to find them like trying to sell their shirts in our booth. <laughs> they have to fucking chase them out. They have to hire security to keep them out. Listen, you fucking pricks over there. Here, all just like bashing on Mega 64. <laughs> I mean, Salt I hate them. I hate them because they're not funny and terrible. Yeah. But. <laughs> 
<laughs> when you guys, you guys are fucking arrogant pricks. All right. Well, let's wrap this up. Store sale? Store sale. Store sale going on till Wednesday, till the 13th. Use so, uh, code RT13 for 13% off all merch. Or you can also use code Mega64 suck a butt. That also works. At what point do we sack off the whole percent off thing? Like, it's going to get out of hand eventually, right? I think it's probably, it could go to like 75 years or something. Yeah, but you're not going to give 75% off. Once people stop making the fucking joke about it. How many of those Mega64 hats do you think they've sold? That has to be their best-selling product. It is an awesome hat. Of all time. Which hat? The the hat that everybody has. That fucking flat-brimmed, Japanese, whatever it is, hat. What does it say on it? I don't even know. I assume Mega64. It's <laughs> like what? <laughs> Cantonese? You know the hat. Japanese, you yeah. have the cat. So yeah. why don't we do one? I said a cat. It's not we a cat, a, it's a hat. There's a Funhouse snapback that we have. Rooster Chinese 64. Let's do it. Ro- <laughs> Rooster, Rooster Chinese, Chinese 64. All right, let's wrap up. What do you want to wrap up? I want to wrap up this podcast. So, hey, I want to congratulate you <laughs> on your participation award in the Great Stake Off. Thank you for showing up. Look, my look at this. My plate is perfectly clean right here. Look there. It's You're amazing how clean, clean plate. red the Gus steak's Gus is got. like, look at all that meat on Gus's plate. He did plate. make more than you, though. What's that? He made more than you. Well, also, there's no trouble. Who the fuck asked you? I'm just, I'm just <laughs> pointing stuff out. All right. Hey, I give you the win. <laughs> Bye. Bye, I everybody. I love you.